man, and sport. A timeless means of entertainment. Some men hit home runs. Others are curb stumped. Some win Cy Youngs. Others get dunked on. Some men become MVPs. Others have 70 saves in a game. But your stats won't matter here. Here we discuss the issues. Search the hearts of men and judge in vivid detail. Only raw takes will do. This is sports analysis. This is Sports Unchained. This is Sportico! Hey guys, Sporticus is all over social media. You can find us on Rockfin. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Anchor, Twitter, and Patreon. All under Sporticus or Sporticus Live. Come holla at us. I mean, but you know, people get a little crazy, man. They just not doing too well. I mean, we, you know, we, I got the red dot is on. That's that's that'll be my code for it. We're recording now, but um. I know I say that as I start to record, but I want people to hear that. I want you to know that this is happening. Yes, we had a little bit of a conversation before we started. We hit that record button, but uh, man, um, you you know what? <laughs> Me up, so you you just uh, let let the people know what's going on and why we need to talk to them. Well, I, I just I mean I got in touch with you that we had to do a show because NXT had a slew of releases. They had a dozen releases of talent. And when I looked at everybody who was released, there were three pieces of talent that kind of made me tilt my head until I stopped and thought about it. And now one of them still stuck with me as surprising to some degree. The other two I understood. So as far as the releases go... Let me I'm take a gonna... guess at those three. Uh, Bronson okay. Reed, yes. uh, Tyler Rust, and Bobby Fish. Well, you got two out of three. I would say for me, it was it was Bronson Reed, Bobby Fish, and Mercedes Martinez. Those were oh, yeah. the three for me. And not the full I, list either. So yeah, no, well, that's the thing. And Tyler Rust got you know Tyler Rust got released, and uh, Ari Sterling got released. And the thing about Ari Sterling is he had he he had a match on 205 Live that they still aired despite the fact he was released before they aired it. Now, first of all. He's- and I like him. I don't have a problem with that because everything that CM Punk has ever done is still in the archive. <laughs> yeah. Everything that Chris Jericho has ever done is still in the archive. So I, that's, they do that all the time. But the reaction to this is what gets to me. First of all, if you're just saying that you're upset that they lost their jobs and all that stuff, yeah, I get it. You don't, ever, you don't want to see anybody get fired and all that. 
but allow me to call you out on the regular hypocrisy that most of you show. All we hear is WWE is hoarding talent. Let them go somewhere and make a name for themselves. WWE lets them go and they can make a name for themselves. And thanks to AEW, and now that live crowds are coming back, there are a lot of opportunities to make money in pro wrestling these days. There's a lot of opportunities right now. And now they can all go and do it somewhere. But you're instead, you're upset that they fired them. Okay, again, I get that you're mad that they got fired and you don't want to see people get fired. Yes, it sucks when somebody loses their job. I get it. But they're doing what you said. Now they can go somewhere else and make good money and get a stage and a platform. And not only a stage and a platform, a platform that fits you, the hardcore wrestling fan, better. You IWTV subscribers, you World Wrestling Network subscribers, it fits you better, you Fight TV subscribers. Now it fits you better because it's on these other platforms that are not nationally promoted and you can act like you're a little underground rebel again. Oh, I get to watch Bobby Fish wrestle at Beyond Wrestling again. How cool is this? It's like the good old days. Yeah. It fits you better than it used to. And, and, but you're upset. It's just, it, it's so, I mean, you and I have talked about this at length, but right now it has never been clearer to me that the current mood of the IWC is that if WWE does it, it's bad because it's WWE. It has yeah. nothing to do with, with financial reasons, with booking reasons, with anything. It's just, it's bad because Vince McMahon did it. That's it. That's the only reason why, whether yeah. it's him or Nick Khan. Look, just because you tweet hashtag release Nick Khan. Yes, you sound very knowledgeable. You actually know who the guy in control of finances is. Oh, my goodness. I'm so proud of you. It does not make you edgy or cool or seem more in the know. It does not. You sound like every other bitchy wrestling fan that we have all been guilty of being, myself included. That's yeah. all you do. And I, I, I just can't. It's so obvious that that's what's going on. They released a bunch of people who weren't on TV, who During sucked on TV. Down, though, I will say this. This one's a little bit worse because Bronson Reed is a guy that we all thought was just going, you know, like you said, that turned ahead. And they yeah. did it during SmackDown. That yeah. kind of, that right there makes me go, Huh. They're playing a game with somebody. I, I would say if if I were a betting man, I would say Vince McMahon is sending quails in to choke Tony Khan. It's a biblical thing. When uh, the people of Israel bitched and moaned after they got out of Egypt, after the Red Sea was parted, they said, oh, we're hungry. Oh, feed us, please. He said, okay. And they choked on quails. And I think he's is sending a bunch of quails to, to Tony Khan. So he'll choke on all that talent he has that he can't put on TV then. And his books will be overflated. And when his books are overflated and people get all mad and everything, what's he going to do? I mean, he's going to have to make a decision. Do I get every WWE talent or not? And let's just be clear. This motherfucker signed Ever-Rise. Yeah. He he said yep. now now this is why I hate AEW. 
because they're 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 part of the reason this shit's happening. I'm not gonna lie to you, they are because WWE could just have all this talent and be fine. There'd be nowhere for them to go, and they would just have the talent. And they say, "Well, just wait, guys, wait it out." But now, since everybody bitched and moaned and said how much better it is, now talent's gonna have to be say, "Okay, go to AEW." Everybody else does. Fuck you. That's a that's a double edged sword, and nobody thought about that. The fact that competition would go, okay, go over there then. And when the competition can't do anything for you, now where are you really going to go? Some people Mm -hmm. are really going to be out of jobs and out of wrestling for good. Seriously. Some people chose to, and some because they don't have a choice. Okay? Some people just weren't that good. But Cesar fucking Bonini has a job. (laughs) That motherfucker has a job. That's disgusting, man. It is. That's disgusting. I'm not saying he's a rapist or anything like that. I'm not saying anything like he's a murderer, but he is a terrible person at his job. He's terrible at his job. Would you <laughs> want a cabbie that's been in four or five accidents a month to be a goddamn cab driver? No. Well, that, should... that feeds into my opinion about Bobby Fish. It turned my head at first, but then I stopped and I realized, wait a minute, he's 44 years old and over the past 10 years of his career, his legacy has been that he's never healthy enough to wrestle. So yeah. I, I get it. Plus this, whatever he was going to be as a singles wrestler, which was basically NXT's version of Frankie Kazarian is the elite hunter, but he was going after ex- guys in the undisputed era. I, it just wasn't going to, it just wasn't going to fly. It just wasn't going <laughs> it, to, it, it just wasn't going to hit. And I understand but I just I, here let let me let me bring this up because I saw this because I had to do my research on it, and even though I ne- I don't fully trust any source as far as a quote unquote dirt sheet is concerned, the one that I do go to that I feel has sort of changed their ways a little bit, where they don't really opinionate things too much, but they report everything and kind of let you make your own decision to some degree. Yeah. Is wrestling in, is wrestling Inc. They just kind of throw everything up. And yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say they're pretty. Most they're pretty of the time, good. Um, they're just like, here's what we know. Make your own decision. <laughs> it's not. I would us. say, and yes, I'm torch affiliated. Yes, but I would say the torch. Um, they don't really. They just don't. They don't really dabble in that too much. Like, yeah. if there's some, they'll have an opinion piece, which is fine. But they're not. They're not news oriented to where it's like, hey guys, this happened. Look at this. So uh, I would say mm-hmm. because they just say, hey, look, we're just going to offer our opinion on it. I respect that instead of oh, sure. being, quote unquote, I'm reporting the news. It's like, it's not news, bro. Like, you're not a real outlet. <laughs> if you're not, I think that's why I want NBC to buy them, because they'll make a real news outlet and say, this is wrestling right here. Uh, if yeah. you want wrestling journalism, you get it from this source because these are the only people who are actually in the business, literally in it. I don't want to see Dave Meltzer. I hope they destroy that guy. Him, Sean Ross, Sapp. Ryan Satin is the one I hated the most. And then <laughs> it flipped It flipped for me because I saw um, he was the one that made the most sense. And he was, he was like, well, this happened. But he wouldn't really, you know, um, well, have that this. Is- that explains yeah. why he was the one that they would have on WWE backstage. Yeah, you know, because he didn't have a stick up his ass about it, really. I mean, <laughs> yeah. sure, he he knew. Now, here's the thing. He knew what he was talking about. Sean Ross Sapp is still on the outside. I'm like, bro, who the fuck are you? Like, Ryan Satin mm-hmm. talks to these people on the regular. 
And, and that's why he would laugh and go, bro, I know what the fuck I'm talking about, but who the hell is Sean Ross Sapp to actually be doing this? Like, who is he? Yeah, I, hey, man, that's, uh, that, that's, a good, uh, that's, that's a good way to put it. Fuck you, Sean Ross Sapp. Yeah. I hope you fucking hear. <laughs> fuck you. Like, who are you, dude? I know who I am. You want to look me up? Sorry. It was it was longer than three seconds in. We can say that. Yeah, oh, it took you longer than three seconds for that. Yeah, but here, you, here yeah. here's something I I wanted to read. It was a comment that somebody left on Wrestling Inc. And I I had to save this for either whether whether I I did this show with you or I did a show myself or whatever. And this guy, I'm just gonna call him Ken because that's part of his username. And he says, for those who are upset, I can understand this. That being said, I've said for years that WWE has oversaturated the product with countless shows and 300 wrestlers on the roster. And, and, that's, uh, and, and that if the quality is to get better, then releasing a bunch is necessary. The fact is, at least 100 of these people shouldn't have been signed in the first place. It's this day and age where anyone can become popular because of the internet. It's the same thing with actors and music artists. Have a YouTube channel, and you can try to be anything. Wrestling is the same way. And just like music, it's diminished immensely in quality. Just look at all the idiotic rapper names and their garbage music these days. Finally, yeah. someone got to Vince and told him that this is stupid. Now, time to trim the programming. I, I couldn't possibly agree more with this guy. He has it so nailed, because I didn't really think about it until I read that. And then I thought about it. I said, yeah, why do you have 300 guys on your, on your roster? Yeah. You don't need, you're never going to find time for them. And even if you do, only what, 8% of them are going to draw you money? Uh, it's, yeah. it's not, it, it's, I mean, why have them on your roster? And now they're going, oh, but they're getting rid of all the younger people. And if you, you mean the people with reputations that everyone wants to see? You mean them? Yeah, of, of course it's the older talent because they've been doing it for long enough. I mean, John Cena is the only dude that's cool enough to cut a promo saying why he why he has never changed his character. And he compared himself to other guys who never did and why it worked for them. And I'm like, yeah, it, he's right. It does make sense. Th this concept, it, it's the same thing as wrestling. Everybody looks at Cena and they go, well, why don't they just turn him heel? Why would you? Well, we haven't seen it before. That doesn't mean it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah just be it doesn't mean it's going to be great good for the product yeah. either, you know i i quote bo burnham a fantastic comedian original oh, does not love mean me some good. bo burnham he said original does not mean good anyone can do anything right because he stepped up and he said here's an original song and he just put the mic to his ass and farted in it and he goes original yeah. does not mean good and it was such a cogent point like just because you haven't seen it before doesn't mean you automatically have to like it like that, like for example, The Rock was in that Jungle Cruise movie, the number one movie in the world. Of course it is, because nobody's seen it before. It doesn't mean it's yeah, good. Scarlet Witch was too. Yeah, they exactly. shared the Scarlet Witch stared the same thing, and LeBron was like, "Oh, hi haters." It was like, "Bro, your movie stinks. Don't do this." <laughs> like you, you don't yeah. have, like you didn't get the education you needed to in college, and you don't understand that that's not a good thing because your movie's about to flop. You know. It, Which, it, yeah. it amazes me, man. And that's, but that has, that's what's, that's what AEW used to be. AEW used to be all, oh, well, we've never seen this before, so we got to check it out. It's not new anymore. Now they have to be consistent. And the problem is, despite the fact it is an internet crazed wrestling fans 
wet dream of a roster. Because I was thinking about this. What's the real hook of AEW? Because to me, it's a combination of all the talent that everybody wants to see. It's three things. All the talent everybody wants to see. It's not oversaturated because there's only one real show a week. And it's not <laughs> WWE. Say, they got like a million shows a week. I, I know. <laughs> what happened to that, but, but, what's but happened to that heel? That, that heel show. Yeah. Hey, man, everything you do turns to shit. Yeah, I, I, I mean, everything. Hey, man, I just, it, it's, it's not, uh, it, it hasn't, it hasn't gone well. But, but those are the three hooks: is that it's not WWE. So everyone who feels like the Vince McMahon has personally slighted them after that promo that he cut with, with the family and Triple H about how we're going to give you what you want and how you were actually naive enough to listen to the man. Look, wrestling, pro sports, everything. You and I know this, and we need to. And we're trying to educate more people on this. We're trying to educate more people on this. The worst thing a company can do, or an NFL team, whatever, the worst thing you can do is listen to your fan base. No. Do what gets wins. Full stop. That's it. Why is Goldberg fighting Bobby Lashley? Because he draws money. Why did they bring Cena back to face Reigns? Because he draws money. Full stop. That's it. it. But people aren't the the IWC doesn't get that the fans no. of today doesn't get that they're about dream matchups and it's like bro how does something become a dream matchup like what they fail to realize is that Kenny Omega their their uh their god their wrestling god <laughs> followed that formula he did it in another country but he followed that same formula do yeah. a draw money he was a money draw that's why they had him. You know, but like Kenny, Kenny, pretty much Japanese, man. He's Japanese <laughs> and Canadian. Like, yeah. Like, no, seriously. I mean, that's where his culture comes from. That's where, you know, that's, that's where his heart is. But he happens to be Canadian as well. Whatever. My, my point being is like, the guy drew money there. And that's why he's a dream matchup for other people. But these other people, let's take a look at him. Cody Rhodes. I guess he drew some money in ROH, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, his well, his run in ROH to me that was one of the best career runs that he had because he 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 did the Bullet Club announcement before he joined. He yeah. jumped on North American Bullet Club before he did the new look where he released his line of cigars and he was always smoking one. He was kind of trying to be this anti-hero bad guy type heel, and he brought Brandy along, and she was an accessory to his brand, not trying to make her own, which normally does not work for her. And it's, it was the best run that he had, in my opinion. And then they started AEW and now he's, you know, super babyface, and he lost one time and acted like Ric Flair at the end of mania after Michael super kicked him. So it's, yeah. I mean, what? It, so to put somebody over means to not steal the moment. You can't put, yeah. you can't win, and then putting them over is the is not just the win, is the moment after and letting the win sink in, that giving them the rub and saying that person's the one that's going on to uh, uh, be the guy. And this guy loses, and it's all about him. 
Alistair yeah. Black should have kicked him in his fucking face again. For real. For <laughs> yeah. real. I was just like, just what in the, the middle of his doing? little moment. Just slide in and black mass him. All that. First of all, imagine how much better of a reaction that would have gotten. Is no, yes. don't don't let Cody have this moment. Don't let people in the crowd yep. almost start crying because oh my god, I can't believe he actually lost. No, just slide back in and knock his fucking head off, and everyone would have went, dang. Malachi yeah. Black and, and doesn't grabbed, care grabbed about your feelings. <laughs> yeah, say, no more moments. No more moments, Cody. Your moments yes. are over. Like just knock his yes. fucking brain out. And, it, yes. and it's here's the thing. People know that the EVPs are split. Like that oh, yeah. shit is over. And I told everybody, every, everybody, I said, look, man, I've seen best friends be just roommates. That shit destroys everything. Mm-hmm. Because if you want, if your shit ain't airtight, man, it's got to be an airtight relationship through and through. Uh, you know, if, if you if you're a roommate and. and you roommates with your best friend, and he doesn't like to clean up. He's not as cleanly as you thought he was. His cleanliness is just bullshit. That's going to dr- drive a major rift between you if you're a clean person. And mm-hmm. and and to, to well, just you know, uh, figuratively speaking, the EVPs aren't clean in what they do, man. There was no you could tell because there's no segment that really flows into another. It's just stuff that happens on the show, and then Tony Khan's paying for it all. That shit is going to end. I don't know when. Maybe they'll have a great TV deal. But here's the thing, man. Like You got to keep getting TV deals. When their TV deal's up, and they got paid out for their TV deal already, so they don't have to get in this great favorable deal again. You know, like they've already been profitable. They've done it. It's not this great phenomenal thing that brings a great culture to TBS or TNT. Like, do you really need them? Do you need this 1.5 million fans? And I'm giving them benefit of the doubt. I'm giving them their largest audience. Do you need 1.5 million people to watch this one show when they're going to be kind of gross, when you're going to have to watch your back every time? Like, if Domino's (laughs) is like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Do you want that? Because if they do it again with a larger sponsor, like, they they hit somebody with a car, right? Let's just say that's the angle. They ram a car into somebody, and it's a fucking... Uh, Ford Focus and Ford goes, what the fuck, man? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I my thing with with this is the quails are gonna choke Tony Khan, and 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 the IWC's reaction are gonna be, oh, they they probably figured out to be honest. Miss McMahon did it on purpose. He saturated the market with talk with with talent to sabotage Tony Khan. Yeah, but you know what? You guys were so. You know, he you he, he had his ear to the ground, and you guys were so animate on having, oh, we got to have our dream matchups that he scooped up every single person he could, and you helped him bury his own company. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he knows it's going to come to an end. I know he don't give a fuck about spending money, but that doesn't mean that his father doesn't, because this is still a business. And when he looks at those fucking books and goes, what the fuck are you doing? I said, spend <laughs> money. I said, spend money. Don't be reckless. You know, like, yeah. don't. Don't be a reckless businessman, which is exactly what he is. He's if Shahid Khan ever came in there and said, "What the hell's going on with your EVPs? You know, why aren't these guys in a room together doing this stuff? They they supposedly run your company with you or underneath you, and you let them completely split and run wild and do their own thing. Meanwhile, you have a hundred million dollar payroll, and you you book everything and everybody, and you just spread so thin." 
There's no cohesiveness to any of it. Oh, there and was I, this. This reminds me. I'm sorry to jump in on you, but you remind no, me of, like, of, uh, of of Tony Khan. He did an interview somewhere with somebody, and they asked him about this one match. It was like Wardlow versus I don't even really remember. I think and he played it. Bubba Ray, Billy Ray, Bully it, Ray. It, it, was, it, it was. It was. It was. I don't know where he was, but they were like, "Hey, so did you book this match because everybody wanted to see it?" And he and he went, "No, nah, I really didn't." consider what the fans wanted i just thought it would be cool now first of all part of me respects him for that <laughs> because yeah. it's like no i didn't listen to anybody I, I wanted to book it and i can book it so i did but what this also shows is even though i don't think tony khan is the right guy to do it what this also shows is they are leaning towards what you said which is all of the evps are eventually going to dissolve those positions and aew will finally have a singular body that has the final say on creative. And even though that's WWE's system, it's the one that works. You cannot have six guys that need to say yes. We all saw what happened in Atlanta with WCW. You cannot have that many guys who need to say yes. It, at, a, at a certain point, somebody's got to make the call and you deal with the, with the repercussions. Like, for example, on SmackDown, the way they did the contract signing last week was so well done. Oh, we're going to get Balor versus Reigns because Reigns just straight up said no to Cena, which is already a swerve in and of itself. Because normally it's, oh, you're trying to show me up, kid. I'm better than you. Match at SummerSlam. Instead, they had Roman go, fuck you, John. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm doing the other kid. I like him better. And then Corbin almost hijacked it which was such a fantastic play. I, I, I'm, I hope you're in the same boat as me. This angle they're running with Corbin right now oh, yeah. has so much oh, potential to be huge. Everybody loves it. Everybody so loves it. fantastic. And I don't know where to go guy. with it, but I hope they finish it right. Here, do, yeah. do, do you know who Corbin is right now? He's the next Glenn Jacobs. He's the yeah. next Kane. He's the guy who is willing to do everything that the bookers tell him, and it's going to make him a megastar. When he gets his first world title reign and he gets in front of the right crowd in the right city, dude, we're going to give him the biggest ovation for being one of the just most dedicated dudes to everything he did. But anyway, they did that, and then Cena comes out and thwarts Corbin and all that, and then they re-up the Corbin and Balor deal that happened a couple that happened a year or so ago when they accidentally revealed that the demon was coming to SummerSlam or something. Balor completely wipes Corbin out, calls out Reigns, gets beat down by the Samoan Mafia. So Reigns shows his dominance. Balor is not out of the picture, despite what happened. Corbin is a key figure in it. And then Cena wasn't even there. And I, I look at all this and I go, yeah. this is put together so incredibly well right now. And I look at the SummerSlam card and what it's probably going to be. And I'm very excited for it. I mean, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair part two. Hell yes. Absolutely. You run that. You run that one again because they killed it at Mania. They'll kill it again. Sasha is in her prime healness again because she did the betrayal and everybody knew it was coming. But if <laughs> yeah. you look. If you looked at the crowd, and not just the reactions that they handpicked, because they always do that, but the big wide shots, the regular fans were still shocked. And this is why Vinnie Mac will turn his back on people like you and me 
for the regular Joe Schmo that goes to one show every six months and wants to be entertained that night because he will get that reaction and they'll think about coming back the next time they go through town. He doesn't need guys like you and me that'll fly from wherever we live to Chicago or Vegas or Florida just yeah. to see one particular show. He doesn't just like that. That's what Tony Khan us, But he doesn't need us. He right. just needs everybody within a six mile radius of the and, building. And he's that's fun. what AEW needs. AEW oh, needs oh, those man. fans that fly from across because they're the lifeblood of it. They're the only guys paying for stuff. They're not getting local people like that. Like they sold out in Chicago, but like Chicago has a large contingent. Like, think about it. It's Chicago. That's where they held all out. Yeah. You know, all in. They had to hold it in Chicago. Name another wrestling town that's going to be big on any kind of wrestling. And I, I do I, mean, I mean any kind. It, you can it take depends. that shit somewhere else, and it might not get a bigger reaction. You know, yeah, it, it might it, not. It, it depends on the room, but th there are or the venue, I should say. There are certain venues in New York where you could achieve that. Uh, if if you do a show at say the Hammerstein Ballroom, you could achieve that. But now now Hammerstein's a little different because Hammerstein's mm -hmm. not necessarily maybe the it's not necessarily the AEW culture. It's just. It's the one that everybody goes to, and they're like, we're exactly. all going to be really, really into this, no matter what company's wrestling. We're going to be really, thing, really though. into this. You saw how they were at WWE. It wasn't even a WWE show for the one-night stand. It was yeah. not even a WWE show. It was a rabbit fan base. It was fantastic. Oh, man. One of the best But they ever. were not a WWE crowd. That oh, no. was, But I can't say they were just an ECW crowd either. Like, that crowd was very special, very different. AEW do some lame shit. If they do something that don't work, oh, like they could kill Cody's career if they wanted to in the <laughs> Hammerstown. They could. They could yep. kill his career there if he did anybody's career if they did something really stupid or they just didn't like him. And Cody, like Cody having that that time on the mic, they probably would have destroyed him if he was there. Like, oh. get off the mic. You lost. You know, oh, like, because that's not how that's supposed to be. We all know that the guy that won is supposed to be getting the spotlight. So why are you getting it right now? They would have crushed him. His career oh, would have been man. over. He would have been laughed out of there. He he would have, dude. That well, that makes you think about Cody. For example, if he if he went back to WWE, dude, he would get eviscerated the same way. Though oh yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. so, some of the some of the guys they would they would put up against him. And my favorite one would be Roman Reigns because it wouldn't be a Roman wouldn't have to promo. He would literally go out and hold the belt out and look at him a certain way. And everyone would just be like, that. dude, Cody just got owned and Roman didn't even say anything. <laughs> he just but he would say stuff him. too. And <laughs> that's the one thing that was the last piece of the puzzle. Because I was like, Roman still does a heel promo. He's very slow and all this other stuff. Oh, yeah. Nope. When he told John Cena, he was like, man, Mr. Missionary, every yeah. single night. Uh -huh. I was like, that's the stride. I oh, was like, yeah. don't come. That was the best promo he's ever done in his life. And it was brilliant. It was great. And I was like, okay, so Roman's a complete wrestler now. He can promo on you, too. And, and it, it really only happens if he's a heel. Uh, because oh, yeah. he can do it as a baby face. But then you run into John Cena territory where you have to say something that you shouldn't actually say, even though you're shooting. 
You know, uh, and John Cena would do that too much. He would rely on that crush too much where he'd be like, I'm going to say something real and then people are going to pop for it and then I'm going to go back into character. Like, that's bullshit. Just keep it all 100. You know, keep mm -hmm. it wrestling, bro. Oh, yeah. Don't no. go, you know, and it's bullshit because he would do it to The Miz because he would be losing to The Miz. He, The Miz is actually better on the mic than John Cena because The Miz is one of the best talkers of this generation. Hands down. It's, it's not unreal. because John Cena is is not better than him. It's because John Cena lowers himself to shoot when he should not be doing that. And and yeah. then Miz doesn't do it. Because Miz keeps it on the line. I know the line. He keep it right on there. Like He won't go below it, but he'll keep it right there. But I want to get back to this list. Do you have the list of people that got released? Uh, I want to hear you. You 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 run interference and I'll find it. All right, gotcha. <laughs> so um, I would love I would love to I, I would love to know if it's actually something that Vince McMahon's going. Hey, if you guys really want to go somewhere else, like to AEW, then give you all the money. I hope that you spend your money well because you never get another contract here again. Now, mm -hmm. people forget that it's like oh well, they can always go back. No, that's not the case. That's not the case at all. That's you know, true. let's give it five years. Do you want a, a you want Bobby Fish? And in, 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 I know he got released, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. if he were to sign with AEW, you want Bobby Fish five years from now? What when he's fifty? <laughs> no, <laughs> don't see what I'm saying? no, I don't. And 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 I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. He was he was a very good talent. The thing is, he Jericho went fifty. He, yeah, well, exactly. The thing is, he he just could never stay healthy. And it was very tough for him to get over as a singles wrestler outside of his Ring of Honor days where you can be a guy in trunks that's a good wrestler and it's okay. But let's be honest, Bobby Fish was not the draw of his Ring of Honor run. The reason he right. was the draw is because he was in Red Dragon with Kyle O'Reilly, who is the real deal. But it's that's the real reason for it. So, okay, here is your list of who was released. It was Bobby Fish, Bronson Reed, Jake Atlas, all right, Ari Sterling, Kona Reeves, Leon Ruff. Still there. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> Leon Ruff, who I have to admit, it kind of hurt me a tad because I liked Leon. I liked the gimmick. I liked when they make him the made him the North American champion for no reason. I I I thought they could do something with him, but I thought he could be maybe NXT's version of Cheeseburger or something. But anyway, right. Uh, Stefan Smith, Tyler Rust, uh, Zechariah Smith, Asher Hale, Giant Zangier, and Mercedes Martinez. See, to me, all of them make sense. But the only one that still had me a little bit suspicious was Mercedes, because she could have been the second coming of Shayna Baszler very yeah. easily. And, and, and you know, other than that, you know, I let her I train your people, man. Let her train yeah. your people. Do I want Mercedes Martinez? Let's just put it like this. Let's be for real. Does she have a better look, a look that'll stand out more than Dana Brooke? Yeah, because Dana Brooke's the lowest person on the totem pole in the women's division, at least on Raw. I think SmackDown has a strong women's division. They, they have elite, less women, but I think they're stronger. Yeah. Um. So you got Dana Brooke. She can't talk. She can't. You know, she she was good when she was with Titus Worldwide, and then like, you know, oh, that, she has, that was a gimmick that should have gone farther. 
it, it was, you know, and people were in love with her. Like, man, it was all, oh, yeah, Miss Dana. It was weird. It was a little weird. People were definitely fetishizing her, but like, hey, oh, it was you know, a, it, she it, was it selling. Was a flash, it was a flashback to Stacey Keebler in WCW as Miss Hancock. Yeah, That's exactly. What it was, and, and, and it worked very well for her. So, I mean, but I, I don't know. I mean, it, see, here's what I think of this. Most of them probably won't find their way back, or if they do, it'll be as a different gimmick. The one dude, though, Giant Zangir, he's one of those seven-foot Indian cats who wrestled at the superstar spectacle thing they did. And, I mean, yeah, there was a lot of work to be done on him, but he's seven-foot something, and he's more of a conventional big man than an athletic one. So that made me think, okay, he got released, but if he's going to go anywhere, he'll either go to a promotion back home in India or Vince will hire him back because nobody knows how to book a giant dude better than Vince McMahon. Like that, that's one of the things Like I agree with you. I think Cesar Bononi is terrible, but he's so big that if Vince really wanted to, he could have done something to get him over. Because yeah, you know and he wasn't that bad to me. I giant was like, dude. <laughs> see, a lot of people don't understand that uh, these people could have been to the main roster and it would have been fine. Um, yeah. uh, um, Tanara Conti, she should have went to the main roster. Just for eye candy, if we're just going to be real about it, that's the lowest common denominator. But my point is she should have been there regardless. Um, Cesar Bonini, at least for eye candy, you know, you could just he could just be jobbed out, or you could build build him up a little bit, let him get some decent wins against like Everrise and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then let somebody like Ricochet knock him off on the way to the U.S. title. Yeah, they didn't or, have, or they didn't have a structure. They don't. They still don't have a structure. Remember, Ryback was the last guy to benefit from um, jobbers. He would beat two, two and three of them at a time. You know? <laughs> yeah. And they used that, and it was fine. They just they kept doing it, and they didn't go anywhere with it. And then it was like, boo. But yeah, that formula was fine. Give me a guy. Let me see what he can do. And then because the the only guy that could you could job out regular people to, and I mean regular people like really good wrestlers like the Hardy Boys would be Brock Lesnar. Yeah, remember they jobbed out Rikishi, uh, mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, Mark Henry, Flair. Flair. They jobbed them all out. They but it was Brock fucking Lesnar. And then Jeff Hardy got a goddamn title run after that anyway. Uh-huh. Damn. Like, it's not no, that I, bad. I, but the I, community I won't let you, they let you, you know, when, when you, we know when, well, uh, side note, real briefly, when Karrion Cross lost to Jeff Hardy, people lost their shit. It was like, we haven't seen him on TV. Who fucking cares? Dude, I got It's so Jeff mad. Hardy. They're doing Jeff Hardy dirty, and then they give him a fucking win, and people get mad. I was like, you just said they were doing him dirty. Although, the guy's been back for, what, maybe four years and had four goddamn title runs, right? Something like that. He's won the U.S. title belt. He's been in a great feud with Randy Orton, which I still remember because that was the catalyst to the Randy Orton. Oh, dude, that that hell in a cell that capped that one was fantastic. See? He had that dope-ass cinematic match with fucking Sheamus in the bar. So those are just two matches. They didn't have shit to do with the title, but he had the U.S. title and the IC title. Those titles have switched brands, you know? Oh, yeah. He has two. 
but but he won them when they didn't switch brands. He was just on one brand. And he won a fucking tag team title with his brother that's long gone. How in the fuck do you just not win a heavyweight title, but you're being buried and not used right? What? Yeah, what? no, I... Look, you see, Same here's the thing. Shinsuke. Here's the thing, because Jeff is certainly getting up there and he's not going to work all that often and everything, you know? Like, uh, somebody even brought him up with all the releases. They're like, all this, but they kept Jeff Hardy. Yes! Do you know why? Here's why I could keep Jeff Hardy. The Goldberg-Lashley feud ends. And let's say Lashley retains, because he fucking should. <laughs> but Lashley retains. They don't know what to do next with him. Not a big four pay-per-view the next month. We have to figure something out. What do you do? Lashley beat Goldberg. It is official. He is the baddest dude on Raw. The only way he's getting taken out is if Brock decides to, to make a stop by, right? That's probably it. What do you do? You have Jeff Hardy, who hasn't been on TV, who got a surprise win over the NXT champion, which I, I actually didn't mind. I thought it was kind of cool. But either way, he, he has that going too. for him. What, what happens? You have Jeff Hardy come back. You finally let him use the no more words theme again. And you have him run on his best WWE era face paint gimmick one more time as his last shot at redemption. And you have him go up against Bobby Lashley and have him pull the most <clears throat> miraculous, unbelievable win ever with a little bit of help from MVP making a drastic mistake that finally ends the MVP Bobby Lashley relationship. You put all that together and you have him find a way to go over on Lashley and win a WWE title. He holds it up, confetti drops, everyone's happy. It's all, it's all great. And he collapses like in the ring out of pure exhaustion because he finally won. And then what do you hear? You want to go big? Then say Biggie. that. And Big yeah. E comes in and cashes in on him in the most respectful way humanly possible in the first ever face-on-face cash-in ever, but you make it respectful after it's over. Big E picks him up and shakes his hand and holds holds his arm up like this guy's still the man. And then if Jeff wants, he can walk away. But if he doesn't, he can do what he, he can do whatever he wants to do. But that is an option. That's why you keep that guy on the roster. And it's not bothering Vince McMahon. To that's pay him really more good, money. That's the, I'm just saying like that's it. why you keep that guy on the roster. Because what who who, who are you can do it with? All the people who got released. You can do it with Tyler Rust? No. Tyler Rust couldn't get over if he was in an airplane, man. Like, dude, I huh. dude, they gave him Malcolm Blivens. Nothing. It achieved nothing. <laughs> now, first of all, I'm already upset enough about Malcolm Blivens. Because they should have let him and Indus share go to Raw and be the new AOP and just wreck shit for six weeks. Why well, they didn't let Malcolm that happen? Maybe Malcolm Bivens could join them. Malcolm Bivens could still join them on Raw, but I do I like agree. them. With, I like them. Uh, um, with uh, um, oh well, well, with, the, the, it's with, sort damn. of a revamp with gender. It's sort yeah, of a revamp because like it's one I like, of them. I like that. Yeah, because it's one of them, and then, and then the new cat who was on Superstar Spectacle, who actually, I think that big guy does have a lot of potential. It's going to be crazy if he sticks around in three years when he goes from his current body type to, like, ripped out. That's going to be a good yeah. look for him. But it's, uh, there's a lot of potential. Like, for example, Drew McIntyre is feuding with, with Jinder Mahal right now over the sword and pride, and they're making it look 
pretty cool. And I, I, I enjoy it every time I see it. He busted up a motorcycle. He can't, and that's what that gave me hope. When he busted up Jinder's bike, that gave me hope. Because I said, Vince McMahon is back to his roots of, I'm willing to buy a whole ass custom motorcycle just to have it destroyed for the sake of the angle. And there isn't even a title involved. When I saw that, I said, yeah, I like that too. We are going back to these roots. And I am happy about that because there's only two things that this feud between gender and, and, and drew needs. There's only two things that it needs. And they're going to do one or the other. They're either going to have gender bring in something special of his and Drew's going to fuck with it again, or we're going to have a special guest referee who's got kids and needs this job. Yes. <laughs> That's, That's what I'm, I'm looking, looking at this for, going, man. Dude, dude, all we need is some Slater, and we're set with this feud. Because and I've been you, saying that. I've been saying that. Because you can play him. that one of two ways. You can either have him guest ref it. You can have him not guest ref it, but try to break him up. Like, hey, you guys know each other. Or you can have a weird moment where Jinder and Drew are jawing at each other. Heath shows up, and this, this wouldn't be Heath's first appearance. It would be his second or third appearance. But he shows up to break them up again. Like, guys, we can't keep doing this. And then some random faction of three, whoever the hell you want it to be, walks out and says, we're so tired of you guys taking up time. And they all collectively decide to beat the hell out of the other guys. And they just kind of look at each other like, should we put the band back on the road? <laughs> because well, I like that, man. I do like the that. The revamp of 3MB now, oh, that's, that's a winner right now. And they I, some big dudes, too, man. They some big dudes. Oh, yeah. They're, they're like, all, they're you can all have a, big guys. <clears throat> What I don't understand with WWE is they just don't like Vince hates factions, and I'm like, buddy, it's a shame because few do it better. <laughs> he say like people say, see that's I don't even think that's a him thing. I don't. They say he hates factions and tag teams. Then why the fuck has he had the best ever? You yeah. know? Why does yeah. he excel at it so uh, much? Because he hates why, it. Why does his tag team booking make so much utter sense? Oh, Vince oh. can't stand tag team. Then why does he just give the belt to the Usos yeah. and keep it there? Like what? Yeah, like, and why? What? And if he's racist, why is he? Why is his best tag team of all time, which he knows of, he because he books them. How come uh -huh. they're <laughs> black? And, and, and how, people <laughs> say, oh, they were on the pre-show. It doesn't matter. They're going to the Hall of Fame and they're the greatest tag team ever. Is that still the truth? Do they need to main event some shit when they're the best? <laughs> like, do you? Drew McIntyre was doing the best work out of anybody before Roman showed up. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't main eventing all the time, was he? he the, no. the man who will forever be the MVP of the empty arena era is Drew McIntyre. Yes. 110%. And, and crazy enough, MVP and Bobby Lashley did really well then, too, because oh, yeah. that was his first title defense uh, after Seth. Uh, that was his first real raw smack uh, uh you know raw uh, title defense and they kept that that story going for this long like they kept that shit going for a very long time but back to these these um back to the uh the the, the releases um yeah. nxt had some cuts coming they did yeah don't know why bronson reed got cut i do i want to say i think some of these 
I do believe that some of these are uh, people's attitudes. Not everybody has the right attitude. Uh, I don't think Keith Lee has one. There's been reports about him not being, I'm sorry, um, not reports, but there have been people in the industry that have alluded to the fact that Keith Lee thinks that his shit don't stink. Mm. Um, might be why Mia Yim's not out there. Now, people might say, where are your sources? I can't really get those sources up because then that source would have to say, well, I'm not getting my source up. You know, but I mean, if you just listen, uh, the Wade Keller hotline, you'll know who the fuck it is. You know, like he'll 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 let you know what's going on. But just read between the lines. Is there stuff there's shit that Wade will say outright, and then there's things that he'll allude to. Like, well, I don't know the whole story, but like, I mean, but like he he doesn't fuck around. He doesn't beat around the bush. He's like, hey, look, you know, Keith Lee is 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 kind of a problem child and has been. Like that's why he got. His push kind of got stopped in NXT for it got stopped in NXT for a little bit if you don't remember, but it, mm-hmm. it, it was very early on, very early on, um, like when he was still wrestling uh, Donovan Dijak. Yeah, uh, yeah, because that's the name I call him. Don't care about T Bar. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'll, that's the name I, I call I'll him. Take, the name I'm always I'll, always gonna call him is Dijak. I, I'll take Dijak or Dijakovic. Uh, T bar like yeah, yeah T T bar T bar is a little. Uh, I mean, look, I'll say this: there, Mason T bar, they they haven't been part of a release package. They're they're on Raw. What the fuck's that? They're 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 on Raw. I mean, they're they're there to push a couple. They're there to push some tag team some tag team gimmicks because I I, I think first of all I think it was based on investment. I think they probably put a pretty big investment into Dijak. And then Dio Madden is just such a cool story that I think they kind of wanted to stick with him. And there's a lot of options with those two guys. You know they're not breaking the bank and and get a lot of stuff over with two guys that size. And yeah. they work they work fairly well and they're they're pretty good at what they're pretty good, especially Dijak. Dijak's really good. Yeah, so, Dijak's yeah, awesome. So it's I'd, uh, I'd give him the US title instead of fucking Sheamus and let let um you know, just let people step up and let um, Mace fuck them up when they get close to winning. You know? Uh, hey, I, I agree. I think, uh, I, I, I think, uh, you see, you know, that, that's an interesting conversation Sheamus to have. Seamus needs to be a hitman. Seamus needs to be a yes. professional hitman. That, he needs to just be a dude for hire that works, don't work that much because he's in his 40s too, right? Just let yeah, him well, he, he's, come. He, he, I think he's 40, but yeah. Yeah. Let him so. come and, um, let, and he just got, he just got. Uh, married, not married, but he just proposed to somebody. Um, uh-huh. Let him just let him beat somebody's ass for no reason, you know. Like seriously, like they need to have a real legends contract and have it be a real thing, and then put real people on it. That way, you can have Jeff Hardy say, "Hey, Roman, you 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 know, like you need to beat me next." And yeah. and and you know, like people want to see Jeff Hardy versus Roman. They, like Roman's gr- so great, they want to see the baby face against them. It's not that oh, you know, well who whoever I like, whoever the flavor of the month. That's what AEW does. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to see this guy. I want to see that guy. By the way, they got too many guys now. No way. Too guess many. who's guess who's lost in the shuffle now? Here's, yeah. here's the shit I don't. Here's why I don't respect them, and I never will. But one, they said they never get all. No, man, you know, we're going to be real selective with who we get. So you got fucking Ever-Rise? Okay. Cesar Bonini? <laughs> All right. <laughs> you really selective, right? The fuck are you talking about? 
You got Marco stunting on your shit. Somebody I argue for in favor of. Even AEW, even the elitists hate him. They like, oh no, no, get rid of Marco Stunt. I'm like, why? He's been booked. He shows warm baby face fire than Darby Allen. Oh, he dude, he would be. Dude, dude Marco is better than Darby Allen. Darby Allen's a fucking stink in the mud. God damn. Really? Because it's boring, Joe. Listen, really? Hold on. Because I'll, he's I'll, ready I'll, for a challenge, even if you're the best in the world. No, oh, he, he was fucking doped up. Dude, no. Come on. I, I just it was so fucking lame, bro. Uh, it was so lame. And I'm like, uh, yo, I'm like, are you alive? Is that is that your character <laughs> that you're dead? They, no. But but like Darby Allen's the guy that's over though. And then he's still with Grandpa Sting. What the fuck yeah. is Sting doing there? They saddle everybody with somebody. Darby oh, yeah. has to have Sting. Well, the, the fuck Hangman Pace has to have the entire Dark Order. What? Well, there's there's a there's a reason for that because apparently uh, Tony Khan is a very big fan of old school style wrestling, and in old school style wrestling, everybody had a manager. Nobody was ever a true solo act, ever. And he very much perpetuates that, but it also plays into his hands with what his fans want to see because they want everyone to get an opportunity all the time and they do their yeah. best to to push that so I, I i will in some weird way say he does have that figured out in terms of the fans that he needs to keep but they, they need to change their strategy their their, their 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 strategy right now is to try and get a new fan base and that shouldn't be your strategy your strategy should be to hold on to the fan base that you have because right now they're never going to leave you i mean the whole crowd and you've been in a lot more AEW crowds than I've been in. The whole crowd is in lockstep. I mean, everybody is in on everything, which is a great, when it's they a move, great visual. They all move. If they move away from you, it all shifts. And that's yes. what Tony Khan doesn't understand. That's a, it's a cult. They will turn on you. They will no, eat their 100%. own. They're going to eat their 100%. own. They're going to devour him, and he doesn't get it. Everybody's just like, it's a cult, it's a cult, it's a cult. Cody is a piece of shit for this because he knows he could just step away because that's exactly what he's doing right now. He's an asshole. And that's what makes him so much worse than the Young Bucks and, and, and Hank, uh, Kenny Omega and stuff like that because he's actually stepping away every single chance he gets because he doesn't want to be there when shit happens. He don't. He don't want to be liable for it or anything. And he knows it's happening because Kenny can't book the women's division. Who the fuck is anybody other than Brent Baker, Mike oh, Rose, and the same handful of people we've already seen? It's it, it's the most frustrating thing I've seen because Legit not Layla. just that, huh? Legit Layla, is that uh, it? Yeah. Is that is that I, the I, biggest? I, I mean, I I mean, here's the thing. To me, and I'm going to talk about the fan reaction to the women's division of AEW. It baffles me what I see because I know that you and I, oh, I, I at least speak for myself, but I believe you'll agree with me, would have the same opinion. Is everybody goes, oh, well, Layla Hurst should, she should walk away and go wrestle somewhere else. They're not giving her time. Nyla Rose should leave. They're not, they, they, they mentioned everyone in the division except Britt Baker should go somewhere else because they're not getting the opportunity. You and I would look at that and go, 
No, all of you should stay there because this is the only brand you would get any TV time. The only one who actually yeah. needs to leave is Britt Baker. Yeah. You should they, go they, to they, NXT they with your man. That's what you should do. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And um, the, here's the bad part: if they would go to the main roster, and and um, and um, Vince would make them the Mike, new Mike and Maria, which I kind of I don't understand what Mike and Maria were doing, but the writing and the booking goes as your attitude, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, they gave me both. Like because you know yes. what? Uh, F, uh, F, is it FTR? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The, the they, FTR, they the revival, it. whatever. Yeah, revival. They fucking suck. Dude, what are they doing? They, they wouldn't have. Let me not listen to mine. Let me, let me. They wouldn't have. They wouldn't have if. If 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 we were on the booking committee, we wouldn't have. They wouldn't have because we had the idea for them that would have worked. We would have but kept it, them in the three man with Orton. They didn't want. They didn't, they didn't want to do that, and they were like, "Oh, Vince wants to do these time machine things." And I'm like, "Guess what? I don't." Cool. Maybe he thought about that. Maybe somebody came up with that, but you didn't do it, and your attitude fucking stinks. And yeah. maybe you saw how much your attitude stinks and said, "Because that's a that's a line." Everybody has to tow, and nobody understands it. Yeah. If you think Randy Orton never told that line when it came to professionalism, oh, yeah, the fuck he did. So oh, did Triple H. So did everybody. Because you wouldn't make it in the movies if, if that was the case. You wouldn't make it next to Vince McMahon if that weren't the case. Same Punk would have never been in, ever involved again with them if that were the case. Because everybody had to toe the line. That's why that's why CM Punk was so mad. He said, I told the line, this is old to me. That's why he got to do that, because he fucking told the line. Yeah. There's no one in AEW to tell. There's not yeah. one. <laughs> that's true. It's just you can do whatever you want. And once you've done every, whatever you want, everything you need to do, because Jericho, this has to be, I was listening to Jim Cornette. Sorry, guys. I do. I do. He's the only person that makes me feel sane about being spot on about the bullshit I called from when I was an AEW fan. Because that was a very brief moment in time. But I was, man. At all, from all in, I don't, I don't want to say it's a double or nothing, because I started seeing shit at, before double or nothing. I was like, what the fuck are y'all doing? You know? Like, this is weird. Uh -huh. uh, hey, the Hangman situation, he just cooled off. I was like, oh, Hangman's going to be that guy. The way they booked him, I was like, at, at all in, I was like, yeah! That's the guy. And then I just watched him as how I say he's going to be the measuring stick for this entire organization. And they fucked him up. And by the time they got to all out, he had no steam whatsoever. Completely ran out of steam. They and, they, and they did it again. Yep. They did it they, again just recently. And that's, that was my point. That was my point with uh, like Jungle Boy. <clears throat> so Jungle Boy gets to uh, 50 wins, right? He does that after he faces Kenny Omega. Fucking stupid, right? <laughs> um, it's this simple. You have you are writing this shit. It is not just happening. You are fucking writing it. You have uh, Christian face uh, Kenny Omega lose. Okay, we saw that coming. Cool. Yeah, that's fine. He got his title shot, right? And then Jungle Boy steps up. In the meantime, while Jungle Boy's stepping up, he gets his 50th win, 
And that's what makes him number one contender. And, and Kenny goes, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Breaks up his whole 50th win celebration. You know what they did? They had a fucking bullshit, fake, phony, garbage photo shoot in the back, at, like the entrance. And it was mm-hmm. like, Jungle Boy was in shorts. And they showed three seconds of that. I was like, you pieces of garbage. This is why you shouldn't book television. Because this was a television moment. You gave to do a real award that you had to go pay for, buy, manufacture, all this extra shit, right? And you put the shit on TV for three fucking seconds after the man already had a world title match, after you already threw your fucking rankings and shit out of the garbage. You could have let Christian win the fucking Battle Royale. It would have been something Jungle Boy lost. And then you would be able to push, you know, just spread it out just a little bit more. And then you could get the hangman right after that. Instead, what you have is Darby Allen's a fucking lane, right? He's a fucking lane. <laughs> give Lance Archer a belt that John Moxley doesn't give a fuck about anymore. And I don't know. He, him and oh, US belt oh that, oh, that got to me. Look, I, I was happy that, that Lance, I was happy that Lance won the title. I was happy that yeah. he won it because I'm because I'm a big Archer guy, uh, especially when he was in New Japan. But True. oh, that got to me because everyone, people were basically saying that AEW finally gave gave Lance his flowers. No, they didn't. It's not their title. No, they didn't. Exactly. And they're garbage. It's not their title. No. You know what? You you screwed him over two years ago when he lost to Cody Rhodes in the opener for the TNT title. It should have been him. Same. As far as I'm concerned, he could still have it now. Same thing with you. Exactly. Me too. I'm I'm concerned like that too. I would I would have been okay with him losing to uh, Miro. I would have been okay with that because it would have a really good run for him. You know, what? Yeah. You know who he who who he should have dropped that title to? Scorpio Sky. And Scorpio Sky should have dropped it to to Miro, and that's when he should have got up with Ethan Page. That way you don't bury your people. That way yeah. Scorpio Sky makes sense when he turns on people. Yeah. You know, his turn made no fucking sense nah. whatsoever. He turned out of nowhere. And Tony Khan's a fucking liar because didn't he say didn't he say that yeah, man, we're going to have people of, of all colors challenging for the titles. Ho! Ho! Oh, oh that. There, there was a... I, I, I actually think the reason I saw it is because you retweeted it, I think, is somebody tweeted that AEW said they were going to be the most diverse wrestling company ever, and they were like, I haven't seen it. Like, what? Like where is it? Like, they're not... Oh, white man. They have oh, not white proven man. it. Like, oh, <laughs> They have literally, not proven. Literally, all and, white men. Well, 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 here's what's funny is uh, somebody went after NWA for doing the same thing. I said, first of all, let's be realistic about this. Nick Aldis, who still might be the best current world champion going today. He's definitely he in the conversation. Right. He ain't even from here. <laughs> first of all, yeah, I was going to say full-born Australian. Their TV champion is, uh, is Pope, formerly... Uh, Burke, who has done a fantastic right. job. And it was Ricky Starks and like, you know, yeah. yes, Ricky Starks was the TV champion. And then they have, what's his name? Chris Adonis is the national champion for the moment. Okay. And their tag team champions are Aaron Stevens and Kratos. All right, fine. They had Thunder Rosa as NWA world heavyweight champion for a minute. Now they have, now they have, I think it's Camille there now, but it's first yeah. of all, so that's already it's incorrect. Camille's challenge. Secondly, 
Billy Corgan never put out a public statement saying that one of his goals was to be diverse. His goal is to put on the best product he possibly right. can with who he has. Yes, who ha with who he has hired under his company. Uh, Tony Khan effectively, maybe not directly, or the company itself made the statement that they were going to do that, and People they have not done it. That he, yeah, and they can't because who the fuck is in position? Name a black dude that could challenge for the title right now. That that's that. So so somebody who's in AEW that could challenge for the AEW title. Yeah, yeah. At see this how exact see moment. Yep, yep. I mean, yep. given their current, given the current booking standings and momentum, nobody. It should it should be somebody like a Scorpio Sky, who you did mention. They could have he's him there. Buried, he's buried to hell because he lost to loser yeah. Darby Allen and Grandpa Sting. Yeah. He's buried so, to hell. Him and Ethan Page can't do shit. Nothing. They should have just a tag team. Why not? Instead, they're doing this tandem thing where they're both trying to go for the, the fucking TNT title. I, I, uh, I, I find it very interesting, especially with Ethan Page, because everybody went nuts when Ethan Page signed with AEW. And my yeah. first thought was, well, there goes his character. Yeah. Because when he was with Impact, where he would fight himself, it was him and Karate Man. And he had this open stage to be his weird, goofy ass <laughs> as much as he wanted to be. It was so fantastic for him. And I go, but now he's going to have to fall in line and they're inevitably going to pair him up with somebody because nobody in AEW truly goes solo, ever. Yeah. Nobody, nobody goes solo. Moxley, the only thing he had was that it was just him. That was the one thing I gave him credit for. And then he had to join up with Eddie Kings. Then they added some other schlub, probably. I forgot who. <laughs> Didn't they just add somebody else? I I, I, I think so. They've been, they've been wrestling with somebody else recently. Yeah, I, I have to be honest. I don't. Uh, yeah, You know what's funny? I think even my electronics back me up, Sean. Because I, know, I, I very rarely ever watch Dynamite Live. And if I do want to watch it, I try to watch the replay of it on either TNT's website or their app or something, none of my devices, my laptop, my desktop, my, my Xbox, none of my devices ever let me finish watching the replay. They always cut me off in the middle and say the video is not available. Even my electronics are telling me, dude, no. Like, you need, like, catch up on the NXT you missed. This is not, right, this isn't it. <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> yeah. So, but here's my thing. I want to talk about titles real quick. I, I want to get. I want to mix this in with because uh, oh, this is fine. all about releases. So you got the FTW belt, not a real belt. You got the NWA belt, uh, well, ladies' title, not your title, right? Uh, you got the uh, in in uh, the New Japan United States title, yeah, not your US title. Yeah, Those not are your three title. non three non AEW titles, right? Mm -hmm. That they just use. These are three titles that don't actually mean anything to AEW themselves. And I'm going to throw in a fourth because they have defended it on a show. Sammy Guevara versus Kenny Omega for the AAA title. Yep. And you know what? Although they never defended it on AEW, but because they got this forbidden door bullshit, <laughs> the Impact title is also a prop title. That is five non-AEW titles they have used to hold up their shit. 
and they keep getting people. Not, the FTW belt is the worst of them all because it's not even recognized as anything. Like, let's be for real. That ain't even another organization's title. It's just Taz's shit. And it only made sense around a huge dude like Brian Cage. And um, if, Ricky, if Ricky Starks was a babyface and he took it from them, uh, took it away from Team Taz, that would have been beautiful. If you had Ricky Starks versus Taz, or, you know, Team Taz, how good would that have been? Don't pair him with nobody. Just have him go up against Powerhouse Hobbs. Beat him. Go up against, uh, you know, Hook first. Then Powerhouse Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Then beat Brian, you know, lose to Brian Cage because they cheated. And then finally beat, um, you know, finally fucking beat Brian Cage after hitting his fucking finisher on task. There we go. And then it's a yep. fuck the world title. Then it means something. Because this dude came as a babyface who can talk and said, fuck the world. But nope. Instead, they made Brian Cage the babyface out of the group. How in the fuck did you do that? You had Powerhouse <laughs> Hobbs, who was supposed to go up against Brian Cage and win the title, in my opinion. And then you failed to make them a tag team, a legitimate tag team. And then you you just you put the 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 you, you just fucked the whole thing up. But aside yeah, no, from she- that, you 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 have Camille come out of the fucking crowd or whatever, and you just use a, a legit Layla as a prop. And she's, I'm gonna be, look. She's very short. I get it. I get that. I am not mad at that. It's kind of great. Sometimes, sometimes it's not, bro. Sometimes it's just a large. This is the type of shit the Vince McMahon would see with Adam Cole, and and people don't get it. Like you can't be, you can't be a certain size and expect to go up against Big Show and win. Like. This, but here, but here's the thing. This is why Big Show versus Floyd Mayweather worked. Is it, it worked because you had two great athletes and one, you know, it was David versus Goliath. That can work. Mm-hmm. It worked with mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan and people. But you have to make it work. It is the other person that makes it work. Well, yeah, that's. I, I mean, there's, there's certain booking that would go into it. Like for example, like Adam Cole going for the WWE or the Universal Championship, right? I mean, he yeah. could conceivably have a feud in a match with Roman Reigns, but it wouldn't physically make sense for him to beat Roman Reigns. But what happens? Like, let's say Seth Rollins is the current champion. Then Adam Cole could absolutely have that feud and yeah. go over on Rollins because it would logically make sense. And that's why you make somebody like Cole a heel because if he wins the title and then he has to face somebody twice his size, he doesn't have to wrestle clean to win. That's why That's why guys like him are naturally better to work his heels because they need to do stuff like that to win sometimes. And it's perfectly logical. It's perfectly, it's a perfectly normal thing. Like Adam Cole versus Bobby Lashley. Now, first of all, that would be a fun feud to see just because just imagine Adam Cole doing that thing where he's on the mat, like looking up, scared as shit with one hand up, like, like, dude, please. No, he would sell that like a million dollars. And, yeah, he does a Ric Flair you know. better than better than anybody. <laughs> yeah, he does. So, <clears throat> but that's the thing. I mean, Adam got himself in such a situation with his contract where he was at SmackDown last night negotiating with Vince McMahon. Apparently, like he got to sit down with yeah, the boss, kind of crazy. which is but here's nuts. The and if they signed him to some Steph Curry mega deal, good. They I would, should. I would. 
I'd make him Steph in a heartbeat. He is Steph Curry. He, he is the Steph. guy. Adam Steph Cole Curry is the guy. <laughs> Definitely Steph Curry. The only the man absolute to be top of his medical prime. Oh man. And and here's how you did. Here's how you and I would book it. Let me get ahead of you. Here's how you Go. and I would book it. SummerSlam. Cena becomes a 17-time champion. Goes over on Reigns. Holy shit. Which is surprising. Because if you listen to the shows me and Sean do, you would never think we would let anybody go over on Roman Reigns. But we understand right. that you got to do it. But no, Cena goes over. 17-time champion. Officially number one in title reigns. He surpassed Flair. He's the guy. He wins. Ah, he gets the belt. The ref holds up his hand. He turns in the middle of his celebration. Super kick. And Adam Cole is just looking at him. You put him right there. At yes. day one, just yeah. immediately in the mix. And everyone's like, well, this is his opener. What? Okay. See, what Vince wants to see, uh, what I hate about people is they say, oh, Adam Cole's a short guy, so he's not going to be booked right. I'm like, look, man, if we're just talking about in terms of size, like, look at Bray. Like, like, Bray Mysterio was a four-time world champion. <laughs> the opportunity. The booking's a little bit different. I do understand that. Oh, yeah. You know, he did book Bray Mysterio in ways I didn't like. He didn't always have to be this crazy underdog. However, I will say this. This is credit to him and Jim Cornette. You cannot have a and, and what you just said, you cannot have a dude that small just going over clean over these uh, Mark Henry. That's why it was a triple threat with, with, you know, Mark Henry, Randy Orton, and Rey Mysterio. Because you cannot have Rey Mysterio go over clean because it don't make sense. That's what I, I get that. I understand that. I understand that completely. You know, a Finn Balor versus a Brock Lesnar, different. It's very different. Oh, sure. You know, um, and, 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 and uh, Balor, uh, um, Brock Lesnar didn't get any offense in. In their in their title match, he only he tapped him out. He just caught him, and he didn't f five him during the match at all. After the match, he did it like three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah but fuck him, right? But he was the only man not to be f five in a match by Brock Lesnar. Can yeah. you fucking believe that? First universe, mm-hmm. but they say Finn got booked like shit. They said, no, he yeah, didn't. let's hope he's better than the last. I'm like, nigga, you talk? Are you serious? You mean no, the first universal champion? But then they booked him like this afterwards because they went in a different direction. The guy was out for nine months. Yeah. So they're no, not going to stop the gravy train for him. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Oh, that's, oh, that's, no, that's the number one key that a lot of fans aren't, that don't want to admit these days. Yeah. The, the guy went down. Sorry. We can't hold everything up for you. Exactly. I, we have to move it on. And you're right. The way that they booked Finn against Lesnar, because first of all, it was with the benefit of hindsight and having rewatched that match actually fairly recently, it's very clear that Lesnar was making all the calls in there. And Lesnar was like, kid, I'm going to make you look like a million dollars. And I'm going to make it look like I had to pull something out of my ass to get one up on you. And then and, I'll just beat you down after I win the actual match and so Heyman I can be Brock Lesnar. Paul yeah. Heyman he telegraphed how that match was going to go. He was like, he was like, you don't want to face Finn Balor. Like Finn Balor's the one guy besides everybody else that just might beat you because Finn's yeah. Finn's a world class athlete. Finn's one of the last true world champions. Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. that's disgusting. <laughs> want to say he's the world champion, but the way they're doing it. The way they're doing it, bro. Like, you know what I mean? If if Roman Reigns was the belt collector, would it be a bad thing? No. 
because his no. camp is serious. Kenny Omega is you this company. See, I don't. I have to. I have to separate Kitty and the company. I know Kenny's doing it. This is what he wants to do because everybody has, you know, the shit to do it, right? They can do, to do whatever mm-hmm. they want. But when you let the people get to do whatever they want, they become their own worst enemy. And um, mm-hmm. Kenny mm-hmm. having the belts, dele- it, it just it makes them illegitimate, man. Like oh, they're yeah. not legitimate. They're not legitimate titles because he's not a legitimate champ. He's just a joke. And and you like you know like you're this. It just sucks. It sucks. Dude, dude I, there's, it, it makes me, it makes, I'm waiting for something. There's something I'm waiting for because he's still the impact champion at the moment. I'm waiting for something. He had his moment with Sammy Callahan and, yep. you know, he's st- and he still retained everything. No, I'm waiting for something. I'm waiting until impact grows a pair and says, we want our belt back. And then they book a match with him in it where Moose absolutely steamrolls his punk nope. ass. Never. I mean, I know it won't happen. But to me, dude, when 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 Moose said his contract was up, when Moose said his contract was coming up, dude, I was sitting there going, Vinnie Mac, please, please, he's I've been a, I've been a Moose guy for a long time. I don't know why Vince didn't give him. Here's my thing, you, they got three hundred. If they had, they don't have three hundred. Like they had three hundred people on that roster, right? Let's say they got that many. I see not giving them a million dollars a piece. <laughs> right? I can see yeah. that. Oh yeah, because that's three that's three hundred you know million dollars that you can't you just out of right. Yeah. But, but can't you give a few like some real money? It's so disgusting to see the TV deals from NBA and that shit don't pull nothing of what even AEW does. It doesn't. They're yeah. gross. The NBA's. And I do mean gross in a literal sense. Like, it is <laughs> gross. You know what I'm saying? That they have all this money they're giving. I, for instance, I was watching the Bulls sign people and stuff, and I was like, how the fuck did that guy get $37 million? Mm-hmm. Him? Mm-hmm. $37 million isn't even something Scottie Pippen got paid. You yeah, know? well, the, the, the one that got to me, I think it was, uh, I, I think it was the Clippers. They signed Reggie Jackson, I think it was. And I think, uh, yeah, it was it was Reggie Jackson, and he got five years for like a hundred and twenty five million dollars or something. And I'm like, for Reggie Jackson? Wait, what I mean, the fuck did nigga ever do in his life that was worth a hundred? I mean, he's a good guard and everything, but a hundred and twenty five million dollars? Yeah, you saying he worked more than fucking Caruso, who has a ring? No, he isn't. I'll just yeah. say that. Um, you're saying he's worth more than Lonzo Ball? No, the fuck he isn't. You know, like, come on. He's he's worth more than all these other guys? I know it's what you're willing to pay, so we're kind of playing it fast and loose with these numbers. I get it. But that's so gross. But that's what these, that's the type of stupid-ass contracts that people in AEW are going to get. And people mm-hmm. better make sure that they know how to spend their money because they may never get another wrestling contract again in their lives. Well, if the- Vince McMahon doesn't want to sign you, it's like, fuck you. You talked up eight. Because think, think about this. People always talk about, well, you know, WWE guys watch AEW in the locker room. Oh, they do, do they? You think Vince McMahon can't read or he don't have ears? Oh, you watch AEW? Cool. Everybody in catering, you're fired. You want to go over there? You want to watch the enemy? You want to see what they're doing? They're your friends? Go your stupid ass over there and do not come back. How do we know it's not that sort of thing? Nick Khan, anybody, anybody could have walked in the back and said, 
hey, are you guys watching AEW? Yeah, okay, you're gone. You know, you're gone. <laughs> you just caught watching AEW, you're gone. Why are you watching them? We want to see what they're doing. They're not doing what we're doing. They suck. We'll watch that shit for you and tell you how much they suck. Or just let the friends tell you how much. They... My point being is like, there's more to this. If I saw that shit, if I saw you watching them, I'd be like, why are you watching that? I would I would have a question in my mind. I don't know if I'd actually yeah. question you, but I'd say, what are you doing? Like, this is mm-hmm. my company. You and you sitting here on my dime, eating my food, watching somebody else. And then later on, what you're going to do, try to leverage you know, your deal against, uh, uh, you know, my money against theirs and say, well, you know, they, they're planning to offer me uh, 20% more. It's like, just get out now. You know, so I don't know. Maybe Bronson Reed, and this is all speculation, obviously. Maybe Bronson Reed was watching AEW or maybe he was like, well, you know, I want to I want to renegotiate my contract. He was like, why? Why do you need to re- renegotiate your contract? Like, your contract was fine until, <laughs> you know, until yeah. AEW came around. I, I understand that, that you are simply speculating, but you know, I, I believe that is a very real possibility. He might have won that North American title and had his promo and Open got the reaction mouth. that he got and said, hey, I want a new contract for bigger money because I believe I'm more important to you now than I used to be. And WWE said, we don't think so. So you're going <laughs> to drop that title immediately and we're going to give it to somebody who's going to hold on to it and tow the company line while doing amazing things in a faction that literally took me 11 minutes to like, which is hit row because Swerve yeah. is on the top of his game. And, and then Bronson got released. And that very well could have been, could have been the reason. I don't know, but it could have been. Shinsuke, you know? People say Shinsuke should leave and they're not treating him right. Bullshit. Dude, dude, Shinsuke's getting the treatment he always wanted. He gets to yeah. work limited dates. He doesn't have to be a super worker in the ring like he was in Japan. And he can go surfing whenever the hell he wants. He don't go exactly fans. where he wants to be. They don't get it that his life is great right now. Dude, people are so happy. How would they treat him bad when the dude's making hella money? He's Ugh. good. He does whatever, like he's do. He's gonna do whatever they say, and it's not that. It's not. When have they really disrespected Shinsuke Nakamura? Never. They have never disrespected Shinsuke Nakamura ever. The only time you can maybe make that claim is that he won a Rumble and didn't go over at Mania. But at that That's, time, that was not. That, that was. It wouldn't have been the right time for him to go over because AJ no. had just shown up. And and and, and here's the problem. If you if you put him over, everybody else has to go over too. He yeah. was the one where you had to say no, he yeah. can't because if he does, then everybody it was him because everybody was getting a title or everybody had a title. Bobby Roode got a title straight out of there. Drew McIntyre got like the tag titles out of there. Um, mm-hmm. Not too long from when he came, you know, when he was with Dolph and stuff like that. Um, you expect them to get major pushes, but like here, here's when it really got wrong, when it went wrong, and they were supposed to stop. And this is what really messed things up. Um, um, damn, what's the name? Alpha? Not it's not not Alpha Academy. Uh, Alpha Male. Uh, what what was uh, Jason Jordan and uh, Chad Gable? What oh, were their team? They were American Alpha. American Alpha. Yeah, yeah. American Alpha won the SmackDown SmackDown uh, tag team titles immediately and they did not get the reaction they were supposed to they got no. booed it's like because they got pushed too fast too soon 
And they were hyped, and it was great. And they came off of that NXT run, which was great. But then it was this expected, oh, you're just going to push these guys and we don't know them? And that's what they did with Rhea Ripley, too. You know, Rhea Ripley was a little bit different, but mm-hmm. it felt kind of the same. It was like, we don't know Rhea Ripley. Could you oh, get they, up? Get the nowhere? loss to Charlotte that she took is going to do so many things for her character now. And she's going to just keep getting better and better. She, she's 24. Rhea has all the time in the world to win titles. Yeah, she paid her, dude. She's going to be she fine. Her, yes, she's going to be fine. This is why you give Charlotte another win, because Charlotte is 10 years older than Rhea is. She, she's not in yeah, the she same dropped, boat. She dropped the title to Charlotte twice. That's yeah. fine. It's going to be okay. We're going to see it. I didn't necessarily like it, but if, you win, if she were to win, you can't really tell a story with Rhea. She won, and now it's just, it's just somebody you putting over just because. Did you well, want to? No, you're, you're you're right. I think I think it's because they're keeping that in the back pocket for Charlotte. If Charlotte decides, you know, hey, I want to hang it up, or you know, maybe you know, her, her and Andrade officially get hitched, and she goes, hey, I need a year off to to have a kid or some shit, and it's like, cool, this is where we can have Rhea get the W, and then like we can yeah. kayfabe an injury right. for you or something. And that's how we can work it, because we have that in our back pocket. Because, you know, that's that's the idea. So Because this isn't what Charlotte wanted to do. This wasn't going to be her career choice. Like, this is all because of her brother and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's just a perfect storm, because it's like, well, you know, I got the natural talent, because, you know, me and my brother got the same father. So we, I could do what he could do, you know? So, uh, yeah, this she's always had mentally, I'm going to say she's always had one foot out the door. Not that she's not 100% committed. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that there's something off about Charlotte's game. And and that's the thing about it. It's because it wasn't exactly her first choice. You know? It wasn't mm-hmm. her first It wasn't her first choice. And you can see that. That's fine. Not in her work ethic and stuff like that, but in the certain little things. Like, that's why she has such a hard time calling them. Like, she's not a ring general. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, she would no, think, if this was her first love, her first choice, she would be a ring general because she'd know exactly what to do and how to do it. But because she's got that one foot out the door mentally all the time and never, you know, never will not have it out that door, she's just not going to have that thing that put other people over quite like that. Not unless they're on her level, you know. Oh, yeah. and then, well, that that's the one like constant that. with Charlotte. Yeah. Because Ric Flair, he put remember, that was a time where he would put everybody over. He got in everybody. trouble. Yeah, and she can't. She can't do that. That's the one thing she can't do that he did is put anybody over and make them look good. You know, she she can't do that with anybody. But mm-hmm. like you're right, there's somebody who that who, that can replace Charlotte. There's another Rhea Ripley down there. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez. She she's about yeah. to drop the title. She's the next Rhea Ripley. So yeah. they moving people up. I love the way they moving people up. Well, I yeah, hate uh, that, losing that's the plan. Uh, apparently, I don't understand. Uh, yeah, that's that's the plan for NXT. Is they're gonna change the look of it dramatically, and they're gonna put a a much larger focus on up and coming talent. They're going to make it a developmental first brand again. Apparently, that's the plan. So what that means is the talent that's worthwhile in NXT is going to go to the main roster. So then, what's gonna happen? With the main roster, you're going to see your Johnny Gargano's, your Tommaso Ciampa's, your Adam Cole's, your Karrion Crosses. Keith Lee is basically already up here. All, all, all those, all those type of guys 
and not not to mention the awesome women's division will finally be unleashed on the main roster. Yeah. And then what's going to happen when that happens? All of this older talent, except the ones who are like Jeff Hardy, that the company doesn't mind paying a big fee to keep in their back pocket for maybe one or two. Yeah, the Hardys few. told the line, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah no, guys like yeah. that and girls like that are going to stick around. But all these in betweeners that are mid carters that want to be main eventers who do not have one of two qualities, either can't promo or they don't know how to sell. If, if you're in that category, if you're an in-betweener, mid-carder, main eventer, and you don't know how to sell and or you can't promo, you're going to be the ones that get the axe when they hey, bring up everybody from NXT. Like, real, I'm sorry. Real quick. Robert Roode, gone. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Because he can take an ass whooping. Bobby Roode's a guy you can keep. He's, he's another Dolph Ziggler. I don't know if you get rid of him. I don't know if you I get rid of Bobby. I guess that's true. I guess that's you true. keep him. Why not? Shit, yeah. keep him. Because because if you need a guy that's never been near, Bobby fucking root. Okay. That's true. Look how long look how long it took him to get to the top of TNA, and he, when he got back to the top, that's when I started looking again. Mm-hmm. That's when I, when he got to the top, I was like, okay, Bobby root. And I, at first I wasn't feeling it. I was like, Bobby root, huh? But then I remembered the tag team rule. If you're any good. You will break out of a great fucking tag team and become even greater. Scott Steiner, Brad Hart, what the fuck? You know, like, and you say <laughs> Vince hates tag team wrestling? It's the only reason he got to where the fuck he is. You know? That's, not everybody, that's, that's not everybody came point. from a tag team, you know, but tag team wrestling and factions is what the fuck helped build all of it. Oh, sure. Oh, The if, wrestling if, business if probably no dies. If there was business, no nation of domination, yeah. there was no rock. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And if there was no DX, there's no Triple H, there's no nope. revival of Shawn Michaels, there's mm-hmm. no China, there's no, uh, it's just a lot of shit that doesn't happen. But if NWO doesn't happen, if, if people hate the way everything's booked and how watered down everything is, if Hulk Hogan gets hurt, WWE is fucked. If Hulk, Hogan's, Hulk, Hulk Hogan is booked the way he was throughout his career, He's fine, right? He's fine. Mm-hmm. We still got Hulkamania. We get everything. And then later on, we get the big payoff with the giant heel turn that yep. shocked the world. If you don't book him like that and you book somebody else, you can't pay it off because part of his uh, nostalgia and his heat and everything would be with someone else. Well, so, they, they, they tried. When he left, they tried it with yeah. Luger. And other it didn't than- work. Yeah, I was going to say it didn't work because other than the forced push and him truly being the only real choice as a top babyface at the time, it, it that's the only reason he appeared to have the fanfare he did. I mean, people liked Luger, but he, he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't over like Hogan. I mean, no. I mean, almost nobody was over like Hogan. And on the whole... And and that that's why he got there though. And same thing with John Cena. Like oh, yeah. that's where right. And that's where Roman Reigns is. You have to have this giant. You have to have to have two opposing forces. You know. Um. And if you're in the middle, if you don't know how to do that, if your gimmick's not going to build you to that point, you gotta go. You yeah. you. This is a television product. This this motherfucker Tucker from uh Heavy yeah. Machinery. 
He yeah. said he was going to be a golfer. He came up with a golfer gimmick. Uh-huh. You think that was going to be so, this opposing force that was going to be universal <laughs> champion? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Man, yeah. please. Hey, I'm glad he got fired. Fuck you, Tucker. <laughs> if you thought that shit was going to get you over in the wrestling business, fuck out of here, dude. Get the fuck out of here. For real. Are you serious? If I come to your job, you know, um, no, fuck it. Let's say we're both cab drivers, and I go up to whoever our boss is, and, and you see me do this. I say, we should just give away free rides, man. That'll get everybody talking about us. We just give free rides and, as long as we need to until, uh, you know, things start happening for us. And you go, how the fuck are we going to make money off of that? Now I'm gone. I get fired. Aren't you glad I'm fired? Because you was going <laughs> to lose money, too. You're going to yeah. lose money as Tucker is a goddamn golfer and universal champion. The hell is he talking about? And then Peyton Royce saying, I like to be at home with my cats. You can't be here thinking that shit. What's yeah. wrong with you? you? You were in front of Vince McMahon, and he shot down just your first idea. Just the first one. We don't know what it was. Who cares? Maybe it just straight up didn't work. Okay? Yeah, that's true. People, people miss the mark on this. Like, hey, man, we can't do that right now. But, you know, maybe keep that in the back of your mind, but we can't do it right now, okay? Oh, what? I mean, well, that's the other, I mean, not only that, but especially nowadays, it's amazing how often people don't really understand that a lot of gimmicks that go up are pitched by the talent themselves. Like when people came out about the Apollo Crews gimmick, that was his idea. Like, yeah, because he did, he did that on the indies. Yeah, like it's, he wanted to go back to that. And that is honestly, to me, that is one of the truest signs that you made it in WWE. When you leave yes. your, your your traditional gimmick and then you show up as a guy in tights and then once you make enough of a reputation or if the company keeps you around long enough that they believe there is some kind of potential for you and then you pitch your original gimmick that lets you be who you want to be and they and they go yes. for it. And not only did they go for it, they put him over, they gave him a heater and he's the Intercontinental Champion. So don't tell me WWE doesn't like Apollo Crews. They love Apollo Crews. And his gimmick has been so fantastic because when they brought him in NXT, he toes the line too, though. You oh, know 100%. that's why. Oh yeah. Well, that's yeah. well again. That's why you have guys like Corbin jumping in on a contract signing with Roman Reigns and Finn Balor. Hey, that because shit he toes the line. Did, did you hear the pop he got when he grabbed that shit? Oh, dude. I was like, wow. I didn't. I dude, didn't everybody wanted to see it. Yeah, everybody wanted shit. to see it. Because <laughs> I, 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 I would see it. Dude, Corbin's a big dude. He's a for real athlete, man. I want to see, I, I want to see Kevin cool. Owens turn him babyface, and then Kevin Owens is probably eventually going to turn heel on him. But I, I, hey, I, I would have no issue with that. I mean, look, there are a lot of little things that would like to happen, right? Like I would like Shinsuke Nakamura to have one more real whack at the at the IC title, and he comes up short because well, that's what he's getting. Because, that's what. <laughs> but well, well, no, but but I mean because cruising is he's cheap. So let's have that happen, right? He comes up short. So maybe even the match that he got on, on, on Friday, yesterday, maybe that was the sign. And then he just decides, nah, man, the Intercontinental, it's just the too many sharks in the water right now, which would fit his personality, right? Dude, it's just too rough. I'm not getting in that particular water right now. I can't surf these particular waves to use his, to use his, his, his hobby directly. I'm not surfing these particular waves. And then he just kind of looks over at Rick Boogs and is like, yeah. all right, let's go for the tag team run. Why not? I, I just, I, I just don't. It, it's, it would make sense. Go for the tag I team like run. You need another, you need another tag team in the mix. Although I will say this about SmackDown: Ziggler and Rude are just a solid heel team. You can pull out whenever you need. 
The Street Profits came back, which is long overdue. The, 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 the Mysterios are your champions, or, 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 your, or your, your former champions, I'm sorry. But the Mysterios are a good gimmick because they're trying to push Dominic for a singles run, and Ray gets to work the way that can fit best for him because he's getting up there. And then you have the best tag team in the game today as your champions, which is the Usos. So yeah. I, I, the tag team division on SmackDown looks fantastic. If they ever wanted to, they could have Gable and Otis team up and go for it as well. So they have a lot of well, options. I, I think they pulled a trigger. They should pull the trigger on them. I like yeah. that. I like what they've done there. Um, and here's the crazy part. Like Jason Jordan, a lot of people forget about things too. Like they know Chad Gable's called, he's lost in the mix. And, you know, they talked a lot of shit about him. And I hate this shorty G gimmick. I hated it too. You know, yeah, I wasn't um, a fan either. <laughs> you know, but I was like, I was like, hey man, you know, he's still got a shit. He's still got a job, and his buddy has a job too. And so they don't have to do that. You know, like Mark Henry wanted a fucking office job. They said, fuck you. You know, like it was yeah. like, no, you don't get an office job. Like I know what you want to do, but we're not gonna pay you for it. And shit like that happens. You know, uh, but Chad Gable could have just been out of a job. He could have yeah. been Tucker. He could have been Tucker. His tag partner, nobody accounts for the stuff, the little stuff that happens that becomes a big deal. His tag partner gets hurt. Instead of him being involved in anything, because he's been relevant since. The Shorty G gimmick was garbage, but he's had some relevancy. He's been yeah. on television. He hasn't had too long a drought where he was just off TV. Cesaro hasn't been on TV for a while. I know they don't have anything for him. Because he can't be in the IC title picture right now. Maybe after Shinsuke. But um, my point being is like, there's so many factors in, in, in everything that goes on. And just, it's not just you. It's stuff that happens around you. If if um, Diamond Mine isn't working, like let's say Roger Strong got the contract. And it was like, well, we can only keep stronger or uh, Tyler Rust and Tyler Rust. I don't even think he's even spoken, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, not, not know, really, <laughs> you know, maybe he can't. And, and, and maybe that's why he's gone. Like I, I can't see a whole lot of people that I'm like, I was dying to see outside of WWE go somewhere. And I got to see that, you know, I did. I remember seeing that in WCW saying, Hey, I want to see Jericho and those guys come over here and Eddie Guerrero. And they did. And look how great they were. Oh yeah. They did. 100%. They did the best work of their lives. In WWE, and, it's, and they got the, they they started in WCW, and then they came over. I think Britt Baker would do phenomenal. Oh, she'd be incredible. Oh, yeah, you know, and I knew she needed to be a heel. I don't know why the fuck they tried to make her a baby face in the first place. It was <laughs> stupid. It was stupid. She's a doctor. She looks arrogant. Um, she's the total. Here's the thing. She's the total opposite of that in real life. I met her. I know. That's the great part about it. Super shy, <laughs> kind of seems introverted, like uh, weird. You know, like you would think she'd be a mean girl. Not even close to that shit. <laughs> like, not even close. Because if if you thought, right, do you think that she should have a perimeter of people around her at all times? Uh, uh Fred Baker, do I think she has a friend? Well, what I, I'm, I'm curious. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by she? Like, like, like should should you be should she should she, should she be easily accessible or not? Um, no, I don't think so. But she is. But she is. Yeah. I'm standing right next to her. Like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, why the fuck are you talking? I'm like, why the fuck are you talking to me? You know, <laughs> like, yeah. who am I? No, no, I, I, I agree. 
I agree. That's that's a good way to put it. That's a good. Way I to do love. I love that about AEW, and that's what people love about it. You could just walk up to anybody. People were just walking up to me. You know, I met plenty of people there. I could tell you how I knew James Storm and uh, 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 Eli Drake were not going to go to AEW. But that's <laughs> a story for another time because they had some words and they had some looks that they shot at certain shit. They thought the shit was corny from day one. But they, mm-hmm. they I mean, they did their due diligence and checked it out. You know, um, oh yeah, J- James Storm showed up and he and he and he had a he had a match in NXT, and now Eli Drake is LA Knight, as the main yeah. champion, which is he, a great <clears throat> gimmick, and he's doing well, and he's setting up Cameron Grimes to have an absolutely meteoric moment at some point. Yeah, Cameron Grimes, dude. When I first saw him with the beard and everything, I'm like, oh well, I wonder how they're gonna push him, and you know, low, you know. You know, behold, a year later, this dude is one of the best things going. And it's, uh, he, he's yeah, something else. I didn't like else. it at I mean, first. And I love that because I didn't like Matt Riddle at first. It's oh, not that I didn't <laughs> get it. I didn't like it. Dude, but, dude you know, know me. I wasn't a Balor fan for years. Yeah. And now, dude, he's, uh, I, I feel like an idiot. And, I, and, and if you want to call me an idiot, please feel free. No, dude, no, no, I, no, I'm no, mad it took me this wrestling. long. <laughs> that's what happens in wrestling. It's supposed yeah. to get you thinking in a way that you didn't think. And I was like, man, who the hell is who the hell is Matt Riddle? Oh, he used to be a UFC dude. Um, mm-hmm. Shannon Baszler, I saw it with, but I didn't see it with, with Matt Riddle, which was crazy. And I was like, oh, he's just some stupid bro. And you know, I was like, ugh, I hate, I don't even like California like that. And I live here, <laughs> you know? And then I was like, oh, no, I get it now. And then once I got it, and they, he was helped more of himself, it was great. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I had heard of him, and I'd seen a little bit of him. But then I went to a show because it was, it was Leo Rush's last show before he went to WWE, uh, who is another guy that was supposed to be big, but he had attitude broke problems. Broke his fucking neck. Um, yeah. See, yeah. broke his and, neck uh, in his first match in AEW, and then even on the real match. Wasn't even one on one. Yeah, so uh, that, that's, but wow. I went to see it, and Riddle went one on one with Keith Lee at the event that I saw. And they were, I mean, it was fantastic. They, they tore the place down. But it was the first time I saw Riddle, and I was like, wow, this guy, this guy's good. And it was the first time I saw Keith Lee in person, too. And I looked at both of them, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be seeing these guys on Raw or something one day. Like, these guys are just too good for this. There's, like, a, it's, there's, a, <clears throat> there's a disconnect with Keith Lee, too. See, a lot of these releases people don't get. This shit don't translate to television, man, and it don't. And you think, oh, man, they got it wrong. Well, when they get it wrong, you know what they do? Hire the motherfucker back and make him champion. Yeah. Drew yeah. McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. They ain't got no problem hiring your ass back, Sid. Come on. You want to do mm-hmm. what you did over there? Come on, man. Shit. Oh, no, I, I, I fully oh, expect, I fully expect uh, Braun Strowman to potentially get another shot. And depending on what the situation is, they might give Bray Wyatt another shot, too. Because I just don't see anywhere else where Bray can run that type of gimmick. Because everybody says AEW. Oh, have the creative freedom. Have the creative freedom. Well, he will, but he won't yeah, have the but- budget and... The majority of what he does will have to be wrestling-based. See, that's the thing about AEW. You can have whatever gimmick you want, but you're going to wrestle every day. You have to be able to go 16, 17, 18 minutes consistently. And I'm not saying Bray can't work, but 
his gimmick in WWE was not a work-heavy gimmick. No, and but here's, here's another thing. Big key thing to uh, his gimmick. You have to be uh, it's cerebral. He has to talk. They don't yeah. do that there. They don't talk for a stretch and let no, it sink no. in. He's going to cut a promo like he did on WWE. And WWE makes you sit the fuck down and listen to what he's saying. They are not going to let this nigga sit down and talk for yeah, five good. minutes. Not at all. They're going to say, oh, he doesn't wrestle. And they're going to turn on him immediately. Yep. So he might. But you know what, though? Tony Khan's a fucking dummy. He's going to throw $5 million at him. He's going to give him all the money he can to fucking, even though they don't really have a budget, he's going to give him whatever money he has. He's going to look amateurish as fuck. People didn't even like what... There were people that absolutely hate the Fiend gimmick and what they were doing oh, and sure. said it was low budget, right? So if they thought that shit was low budget, man, give him a fucking platform with less money. Man, yeah. oh man. Man, it's going to make them appreciate everything WWE did. And and this ain't the first time WWE released a bunch of talent to or, or sent the quails in to choke those Israelites. WCW, you want talent? Mm-hmm. Here you go. Take every fucking body. And, and motherfuckers, he had to fight over and it hurt to do it. Bret Hart, he said, we can't pay you. He could fucking pay Bret Hart? Are you serious? But <laughs> this is a business. He's like, I can't do that in business conscious. That's what th- that ain't what this is for. It ain't a vanity project. This is business. I can't pay you the money you want. You have to leave. Yep. Yep. Unfortunately, it, you want to know how Bret, Bret Hart's story ended? How did his story end? Future no. reference. <laughs> yeah. Future reference. Some nigga that didn't know how to wrestle kicked him in his fucking head and ended his career in another yeah. company because he went somewhere for more money. Everybody who's listening to this shit, listen and listen well, you stupid motherfuckers, because history <laughs> is stoned to repeat itself, because you don't study history. You hate history. I talk to people all over the world all the time. They fucking hate history. You know why? Because they, they don't like to listen. They don't like to sit down and understand and learn things. And if you don't know your past, you damn sure don't know where you're going. If you don't know where you've been, you don't know where you're going. I know where this shit is going because I've seen it before. And everybody who says WCW 2.0 isn't trying to bury AEW. They're simply pointing out, look at all the similarities. This is exactly, if you built your fucking shit underneath the volcano, what word am I going to bring up? Pompeii. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, see, is anybody done that again? (laughs) Let me, let, let me, uh, let me make a statement that is, uh, incredibly arrogant, but I feel it's prudent to what you just said. The concept of history had to be started by two dudes like us because we had the prudence to think of it, right? Like, let's say two guys are just sitting there and you go, you know what? I'm going to start keeping track of everything that's happened. <laughs> and I go, why? What, why would you care about what happened? Why don't we worry about what's going to happen? And you go, but what if we fuck up? And we would go, and it would be like Bad Boys too. Ah, ah, like but that's that's the reason. Like somebody was like, but what if we fuck up? All right, and that now I agree with you. The majority is because people just don't want to listen and take the time. You're right. That's eighty percent right. of the problem. The other twenty percent is they don't like to hear about when somebody fucked up. And the problem that's why history exists to be like, you see this? It was wrong. Don't yeah. do it again. And Nobody wants to, because they think, well, if I do it, it'll work. What? No. 
it won't. I know this isn't the proper dictionary definition of insanity. This is how Albert Einstein defined insanity. But what Einstein said is insanity is trying the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. And that's that's what it is. That's why somebody like, for example, like Kane, like Baron Corbin currently, they kept getting new attempts. But every time they came back, they were different than they were before. Yes, there's yeah. always the same base because you never leave your foundation, but it's different. Corbin was was the lone wolf, and then he was the, the corporate stooge that he played wonderfully, and he got to end Kurt Angle's career, which was such a great thing for him. And then he was the king, and now he lost his crown, and he's and he's the bum, and it makes me it makes me laugh so heartily every time. <laughs> right. Every time Pat McAfee goes bum ass Baron Corbin, it's yeah, so that's fantastic. And I and I it's it, it's it was, it's fun. I, I saw a TikTok where somebody criticized McAfee and was like, "What are you trying to get fired? Vince isn't gonna fire him for that. Vince probably told Not him to all. say it. Like it's, he would have fired him over them shorts if he was gonna do anything. <laughs> and he actually liked. He hired him because of that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that yeah. before. <laughs> Please dance on the announce table and sit on Cole's head when Michael Cole loves him. Oh, dude, Michael Cole credits him for great, revitalizing his career. There's such there's such a great combo, man. It's so much fun to listen to. But you know guys what Michael like Cole start doing again? He start calling moves again. Yes. Start calling yes. matches. It's fun to listen to. There are two. There, the main roster has two great booths right now. Because oh, yeah. McAfee and Cole are great, and then Jimmy Smith pairs. He works so well with Byron and Gray. I want Byron out of each other. Byron, because Smith is so new, Byron's stealing lines that he should be using. I think <laughs> this is too much. No, no, he is. I think, but but like I know why. I know why it's a three man booth because you know, dude's still new. But get rid of uh, Byron. Let him be a sideline reporter. When I say sideline. Why can't you have someone literally outside of there with the cameraman himself looking? Because they have all these stupid-ass camera cuts. Just take a camera and, and Byron Saxton and say, stand in the corner or, like, kind of, you know, take a little wireless camera or whatever and, like, go around. I want you guys to go around and get different shots. And during commercial, you know, get during commercials or when somebody's kicked outside, you say, hey, man, you got a minute. Are you gonna? Are you? You it looks like it looks like you're losing this match, man. You, how, what are you gonna do to get back in there in the second half of this thing? Perfect. That's what I want to see. That's a sports <laughs> thing. If you do yeah. that shit, I am hooked forever. Well, well, well here's I, the thing. I, 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 I still like question it. whether or not I'm gonna watch wrestling sometimes because, <laughs> dude, it's three hours for Raw, and then I'd be like, man, none of that shit's so compelling to where if I lost it tomorrow, I'm like, oh my god, no, like it just wouldn't be. That's the that's the that's the crazy thing. I love it, but I'm willing to let it go. And when you release people willy nilly, and there's no real foreseeable game plan for what you're doing, it's, it it kind of gets to you your morale a bit. But like yeah. I said, I love wrestling, so I'm not gonna give up on it. Oh no, but no, like, no. I, mean, I was there's... looking forward to seeing Bronson Reed be a guy that was gonna challenge Keith Lee and um, yeah. you know, uh, 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 Bobby Lashley, you know, stuff mm -hmm. like that, mm -hmm. or even Otis. I was looking forward to that. Braun Strowman became one of my kids' favorite, and then they released him the next day, and I was like, "Yo, like you, you fucking with my <laughs> life when you do that." Like I just bought a Braun Strowman action figure for them, like a couple of them. Uh, and I, was like, I was like, "Hey, fuck you guys, like fuck well, you." Hey, I'm I, a I, I wouldn't be surprised if Braun makes his way back. So. 
I will say I'm that. sure he will. I, I, I wouldn't he, be surprised if he does. I mean, look at Samoa Joe. You know, he got released. He was a release. He came well, right well, back. That, 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 I think, was strictly a financial thing. That was your under contract to be on the main, to do this here and this here. So yeah. let's, so we, we got to release you. And then we have to put it out public because everybody will go, what the hell? And then we can use that. So I, I think that that's all that was. So uh, I, but I wouldn't be surprised if Braun makes his way back, but no, man, I mean, there's a, there's, there's a plethora of, of wonderful stuff going on in WWE that's just flying totally under the radar. Like, look, I, I understand that people are upset about these. I do. I refer to what I mentioned at the beginning of the show, what the, the comment that I read that guy made, but yeah, it was time to trim the programming. You, you cannot have a roster this big, especially because here, this is the point I really wanted to make d- doing this show with you. Cause I'm curious if you agree with how I phrase it. Do you know what the pandemic was for WWE? Something that they got that they never had before. WWE got a preseason. Yeah. They got a preseason. I hope they keep try, it. It sounds like try, they might. To try the playbook out with players they hadn't used to see what would happen. And that's what they did. And they got incredible results. They made more money than they did with fans in the stands ever last year. They had their mo- one of their most profitable years, if not their most profitable year ever, and they didn't even have gate money coming in. Now there are crowds back. It's regular season again. And what do you do before regular season? you got to get your roster down to a certain number. And that's yeah. what they're doing. They're getting the guys who they know can make an impact every single time. The guys and girls, by the way, who can get an impact every single time. Because there are certain things that just pique my curiosity, even though they don't take up that much time. Like, for example, Natty got hurt. She, she, she had ankle surgery, but Tamina's just walking around with both tag team belts. And apparently yeah. there's, there's no plan right now and that's okay. But every time I see her with two tag team belts and for a good part of her match, if not the match at all, she's finally looking like the physical powerhouse that she right? is. And that was I, weird. I, it, I was like, why is Tam- yeah, curious. I'm like, what are they going to do with this? The, Cause normally they take the belts off of you and have a that tournament or something. But I would have gave them to uh, Dewdrop and Eva Marie. That's what I would have did. And then I would have had uh, probably Tegan Knox and uh, uh, Shotzi take it from her. Who are ice cold, by the way. Like, nobody gives a shit about them right now. That's weird. It's super weird. It really well, is. To be honest, it's weird, man. I mean, I know they're new blood and stuff like that, but like Tegan Knox was like, she didn't even get to do what she's supposed to do in uh, NXT, but like, uh, well, you know, they cut, <laughs> they cut people and. Uh, they're probably going to have Candice LeRae go to the main roster really soon. They're probably going to change her shit to a uh, uh, baby face, which I'm actually okay with now because she had a really good heel run and she'll be able to get back into it again uh, and be silly. So, uh, And that's somebody I didn't like. I couldn't stand her at first, dude. I really couldn't. Um, uh, I'm, she, she's still not over with me. <laughs> I, I still can't. I, 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 I'm sure it'll happen. Like, her footwork's with- awful. It was the it same is. thing with, with with Gargano. It took me a while for him too, and now I'm like, no, this guy's this guy's unreal. Like he's, he's Johnny Johnny's no joke. So I, uh, I I get it. Same thing with Austin Theory. Like I'm not a fan of Austin Theory, but I appreciate oh. how he seems to have that Corbin type type willingness. Like he's I'm like, yeah, what's the gimmick? Is. I'll do it. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of his because when um, WrestleMania, when they were having, he was doing something. He's ahead of his time, man. He nobody is as good as he is at his age right now. Like uh, they're just not. I haven't seen it. He does stuff like talk to the crowd. He does stuff Kevin Owens does. Like yeah. he's every bit as good as Kevin Owens is. Um, you know, uh, respectfully, like he's not as good as Kevin Owens, but at uh, um, fundamentally speaking. He's got all the fundamentals down. He's he's virtually Kevin Owens. Um, of course, Kevin Owens being a veteran, you know, having years over him is better. But he was doing stuff during the um the uh COVID era or what the pandemic era that people weren't doing. But he was like talking to the camera, talking out loud, so you could hear him work. He was working. I had not seen that in so long. You see it, you kind of take it for granted with others, like Bailey does it. A lot of people do it. A lot of people do it. Don't get me wrong. But not enough. Not nearly enough to where, because it stood out when he was doing it. He was just like, yo. He was like, hey, you know, I'm going to do this all day. He was just going with his whole gimmick, just doing the same thing over and over, making sure it was good. And I, I appreciate it, you know? Um, oh, yeah. No, no, he's he, he's he's certainly a worker. So So here, let me give you my uh, unless there's something I just wanted to get to, I do have a closing thought on the current situation, which is the trims needed to happen. They were not as drastic as you would expect. Most, if not all, of this talent is going to land somewhere. And I mean, yeah, it sucks. It sucks that they got fired. It sucks when anybody gets fired anywhere. But uh, it's it, it's it needed to happen. I don't consider this a big miss by wwe uh if it is a miss at all i actually don't really think it is i don't think it will affect the grandeur of the product and my advice to all of you who were affected by this in my personal opinion more than you should have been my advice is to do what i do sometimes which is stop breathing you know just do the most basic human thing if you watch the local news and it depresses you don't watch the local news for three months and you'll feel better. You know, don't, don't go reading dirt sheets. Don't go looking for it. You know, don't Google, you know, reasons why WWE sucks. And then you start tweeting why WWE sucks. Well, yeah, if you go looking for it, you're going to find it. So that would be my advice. If you really want to get a good taste of what's happening when it comes to the wrestling product, don't read anything. Step back from your podcasts for a minute. Yes. This is a guy doing a podcast telling you yeah. to not listen to as many podcasts. Just step back and watch the product for just d d the best way to do betterment is six months periods. Just take six months. Don't read any behind the scenes shit and just watch wrestling and do nothing but pay attention to the story. Just watch it as a fan. Let your disbelief take over your brain. Just, just suspend your belief the whole time and just watch it for six months. I guarantee you, you'll come out of it afterwards and go, yeah, I don't really need to, need to read as many dirt sheets, do I? I, I guarantee you, I guarantee that's what happened. That's what happened to me. I, I, I wanted to get out of this. I wanted to stop trying to make this my living. And then I took six months and I didn't read anything special. I didn't go behind the scenes, nothing. I just watched the product for six months and I fell back in love with it more so than I did when I first fell in love with it. And now I can never turn back from it. Give it a shot. You know, I would I'll say this too. Um, it, it's it's just a part of business. Um, it's the bad part of business because nobody likes 
when their teams have to cut people. I didn't like the Blackhawks had to cut people. Um, uh, Cubs, the Cubs. Yes, the the, the Blackhawks oh made God. some game. The Blackhawks made some games though. I mean, they did, oh yeah, they did. They did. Mark Andre Fleury and Seth Jones, you gonna be all right? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like we good. You know, it's just that at the same time, you know, I didn't want to get rid of Seabrook. You know, like no, I, I'm never sense. gonna want to. I'm never gonna want to get rid of Seabrook because he was holding it down. My mama had a Seabrook jersey, man. Like you know, like, well, my mama didn't. Brent, she no watched. Joke. You know, like um. So. You don't want to get rid of him, but you know he could come back to the team. But at the same time, you know. You want flurry at the same time. So you, you got to take the good with the bad. Uh, and there's certainly, certainly some bad in it. You know, we we spoke to the good people we wanted to see. There, but there's some people that were cut that we didn't, won't get to see at all. Uh, young guys, though. And people have been cut from WWE before. Like we, uh, uh, Bobby well, yeah, Lashley, well, well, yeah, McIntyre. Yeah, the best example, yeah, are, are those two. Bobby Lashley and McIntyre, sure. But, you know, not only that, when was the King Booker run for Booker T? Was it after he came back from TNA? Uh, I, 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 believe, I believe it was. I believe well, it, it was after he came well, back. It wasn't. wasn't. He did come back, you know, and he did enjoy yeah. some success when he came back. So you can, you can leave and come back, and sometimes it's a really good thing. Um, I think Cody leaving WWE was the best thing he could have ever done. You know, oh, 100%. I all, I always thought he was a main event, and he was main event in uh, ROH and stuff like that. Now, he's he's regressed a ton in my way. I think he's an egomaniac now. But <laughs> what I thought of him still stands true. That he, I, I believed at the time that he was main event. You know, I don't think he is now. But uh, some people buy into their own hype too much. Let's let's hope that if these people find another home, that they could do the same thing Drew McIntyre did. Oh, you sure. know. Drew McIntyre had a bad attitude as well, a horrible one. Like he became he became an asshole, and it was like, bro, you can't stay here thinking your shit don't stink. Like the reason Roman Reigns is where he is is because he didn't have Drew McIntyre's attitude, because he would have been released just along with his ass. I don't care who the fuck his family is, but Drew, you know, um, Drew McIntyre had the bad attitude. Roman Reigns didn't. One had to go, come back, humble himself. But Drew will tell you, hey man, I did that. You know, like I, I made sure I was gonna come back when they released me because they, you know, I knew what my my mistake was. And the, for, to those who made mistakes, hopefully they've learned from them. Uh, mm-hmm. To the ones who just, you know, uh, it's just business. Hopefully they learn from that, and they, if they do get signed to a big deal, they keep their money and, <laughs> and don't fuck it up because there's no <laughs> guarantee. Vince is going to let you back. There's a lot of people that aren't. Okay, Damian Sandow is not at the late level he was at when he won Money in the Bank. Money yeah. in the Bank guarantees a goddamn uh, world title match. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, 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 and The Miz got him over huge. Um, and he got over with The Miz huge. I don't want to take anything away from him. But, you know, yeah. that gimmick got over huge. You could, be, you could either be Damian Sandow Cody Rhodes or Drew McIntyre. You got to pick which one you're going to be. I'm not saying Damian Sandow is like fucking up or nothing like that, but they're three separate levels to everything that's going on. So, you know, like like you said, you know, I, I don't want to reiterate your point, but hey, man, if you don't like what you're seeing, 
Don't watch it. I don't watch The Walking Dead anymore. That's what we were talking about before we got on. I don't watch it. Um, I don't watch The Flash anymore. Ew. Ew. <laughs> like, they turned that into trash. You know, <laughs> they really, they really turned that into garbage. But, you know, these were two of my favorite shows. Like, number one and two, really. The Flash and Walking Dead. And I walked away from them. And ask, ask yourself, don't ask me. Ask yourself, why haven't I walked away from Monday Night Raw? Oh, yeah. Ask yourself that question, you know? But oh, yeah. with that, um, you know the lines, man. You might have forgotten them. I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, but before I give the line, uh, I, I will give one more quick thing. Uh, yes, you sir. kept mentioning, go after the money. This might be your only chance. The ultimate situation of that is happening in the sports world with Lionel Messi. Oh, yeah. There is no guarantee that this is what happened. I am mainly speculating. But what I think happened is a little bit of tension between him and the front office at Barcelona, and either him, his agent, or both of them said, we can either spend a year working this out, and you'll still get really good money and be the man no matter where you go, or you can walk away and get the biggest sports contract in the history of the world at the last possible chance you have to get it and be set for life. So let's go for that. And those opportunities may very well be open in the profession, in the world of professional wrestling. And I hope one of them went to Adam Cole. I really do hope Vinnie Mac. I really do hope Vinnie Mac backed the truck up for him and gave him a reason to stick around long-term because if they are doing this NXT shift and Cole is going main roster, I think he wanted some thinly veiled layer of a guarantee that he would at least keep some of his status. And hopefully he probably got it. But having said that, this is Sporticus, and you have been sports entertained. Sporticus is now on Patreon. We have three tiers. $1, $2, and $5. You can get things like bonus episodes, chat forums, polls and voting, live stream Q&As, monthly giveaways, and fan recognition. Become a patron today.